below and welcome to StarkCast. I'm Joe Stark, and tonight I am talking with Rod Clairbout. What's up, dude? There's that sexy, smooth jazz voice of yours. <laughs> yep, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm uh, doing pretty good. We uh, battled through some IT issues at the beginning, and that's just turning into a fucking hallmark of StarkCast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking internet technology all that bullshit yeah yeah right (laughs) but uh makes our lives easy but also makes it hell yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so so hopefully skype skype doesn't fuck us over too bad tonight but uh oh well it is what it is but you know i want the show to sound as good as possible i agree <laughs> like, i agree quit bitching about your fucking it issues joe <laughs> <laughs> no dude we've had so many issues at our work with our it department i just want to slap them across the face oh no <laughs> <laughs> they're like we always have like server issues and whenever they like correct something it always causes an issue on our end and then they say it's it's our fault and not theirs it's annoying <laughs> yeah i wonder if that's how it goes like in just like every company you know because i mean obviously you know <laughs> IT if, plant us. You, well, yeah well and also you know if you got a job where i mean what do you do if you go show up to work and your computer doesn't work do you, do you sit around and wait for your computer to get working pretty much drink right? some coffee <laughs> <laughs> right i mean <laughs> if everything you do is on that computer then obviously when it doesn't work then everybody's going to be pissed at the guy that needs to make the computer work yeah yeah it just seems like a vicious circle it's annoying too because yeah well it sucks too right now because anytime because there's i don't know what's the cause of it but every once in a while um since i work in a lot of excel files after a while, like the computer, there's something to do with like the cache or something where it won't let me open an Excel file unless I'm opening it through Excel on it. So I'm like, I can't just click on a file that's an Excel file and it'll open Excel. I'd have to open Excel and then find that file within a folder and open it that way. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So like once it gets to that point, sometimes at work, I have to restart my computer but now, right now, when I restart it, all the network drives that I have on my computer, I have to remap every fucking time. Oh, shit. I mean, luckily, luckily it's like four different drives that I have to map, and they're all pretty simple to do, but it's just annoying. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking sucks, man. So I just try to avoid two. <laughs> nice. Some days I just walk away from my computer for 10 minutes because it's like, I want to punch it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, okay, so earlier I read the first few pages of Nemesis at uh, your suggestion, and that is Mark Millar, and uh, who's the artist on that? Um, I didn't mean to put um, you on the spot. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I'm, know it off the top of my head. No, like, <laughs> it's a good team. Like, I can't remember the name now. Hold on. Give me a couple seconds. Anyway. How much of, so you read? I couldn't believe how hyper-violent it started off. And so I was like immediately sold. Like I read those first few pages and then just got on Amazon and bought the trade. Oh yeah. It's fucking real violent. It's great though. I love it. Yeah, it is really fucking good shit. Um, and so yeah, it starts off with like this super villain and he's like, got this dude like tied to the, uh, like, like tied to a chair. And then you've come to find out that, there's also like a hotel that's been fucking blown up. 
And then the chair's actually on some railroad tracks and there's a fucking train coming at the guy. And I just couldn't believe how fucking crazy it got so quickly. Yeah, like when I was reading like those first three issues, or the first like three or four pages of it, when that train comes and hits him, I'm like, oh, so we're going that road this quick. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Steve McNiven. There we go, McNiven. I was going to say like... Yeah, I couldn't remember, but I just remember that like the name, the name was well known. I'd heard that name before, McNiven. I just couldn't remember it off the top of my head. God it says it's a fucking Marvel comic too. That's crazy. It's that fucking bloody, and it's a Marvel book. But isn't it like one of those? It's kind of like um, I thought it was kind of like how nail or not nail, but how Image has like its own like separate publishers with an image with an image like top cow and um skybound and stuff okay okay so this would have just been like through like malar world or whatever like that maybe yeah i think i think that's how it was like i don't think it was publicized as like a marvel book i think it was more publicized as like a malar book okay right on. yeah (laughs) because i don't think marvel would marvel would really want to especially with some of the stuff you'll end up reading like i don't think marvel would really want their like name stamped all over the cover of it. <laughs> so maybe it's like an Im- like a Marvel imprint or something like that. Is that what they call that? Yeah, I think that's what it's considered. Ah. Yeah, because Im- Image has like four different of its own. Because it has Top Cow, it has Skybound. I think it just has Image, and then maybe another one or something. Because Nailbiter or no, what? Birthright's part of Skybound. Yeah. Well, that'd be kind of like how uh, Vertigo with DC. Yep. Yeah. It's just it's not, yeah. It's just like or Valiant or is Valiant its own thing. I'm pretty sure Valiant's its own thing. Okay. But yeah, it's basically like those with the companies. It's allows them to have some of that darker shit. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's definitely the case with Vertigo. Um, did you read Savage Things? No, I haven't yet. I okay. know like, you told me about it. I just need to get it. Yeah, it was it was pretty fucked up. It'd be a good one to pick up and trade, probably. Yeah, that's why I figured at this point because it was it going to be a mini series. Yeah, yeah, it's all wrapped up too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll probably get the trade then of that at some point. If I'm remembering correctly, it might be one of those mini series that ends with you know like the end, like for now. So oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Which... It, it might come back. Who knows. It's like shirtless, shirtless bear fighter better come back. <laughs> Dude, I hope it does. It was so, it was, oh my God. I was like flipping through different issues of that earlier and showing uh, different panels to my wife and she's sh- shaking her head and I'm like, it's so self-aware <laughs> it's so of how silly it is. And it just makes it even funnier. Uh, like when the villains always like shouting and stuff, but then you see like the little fart like stuff going on in the background. <laughs> he just farted or something. Or he has to poop. <laughs> yeah, the bears bring the toilet in. And he just sits down, takes a shit in front of everybody. <laughs> like, what yeah. in the fuck? <laughs> Dude, the fucking bad guy in uh, in Tokyo Ghost is like this crazy, like rich fucking guy that uh, he just walks around everywhere with his dick out. And it's like oh, kind of okay. like that weird sort of shit also where it's like the bad like the, you see the bad guy doing stuff that's just like socially fucking strange. It's just like what? <laughs> Why is everybody acting like this is normal? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this dick out? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I was, I was luckily um, earlier, like when I got off of work, I cranked through some comics because it sucks. Like, and I felt so accomplished after I did it because it's like I have them sitting there for a while because I need to get caught up on. I just haven't got caught up on. I always find a reason. Like, I find something to watch, but I cranked through the rest of the tie-ins of um, the Dark Knight stuff so far. Oh, nice. And then I read what I read White Knight too. And then I read those first three issues of Illuminati. Yeah, what do you think of that so far? So it's pretty cool. It's it's interesting. I mean, uh, it's cool to kind of see like a different. And since I don't read a ton of Marvel, I know some. Like I know some of those characters. Like I mean, we get Luke Cage and we have Iron Fist and stuff. So it's kind of cool to see some of those characters. But it's interesting, like the concept of what they're going to be doing. So I like because they just got to that lab, and you see that Thor's there. Yes. So they're going to get ready to fight Thor. So it's pretty cool what they're going to try to do since they want to try to steal weapons from Asgard. <laughs> I know. It's kind of a crazy concept. <laughs> I, I like the Hood's fucking speech that he keeps going around. The, why not us? Yeah, right. Like, why not us this time? <laughs> <laughs> and I love that one part where they're like in a bar and you see one of the other people on their crew giving the speech to someone else. <laughs> yeah, he's saying the exact same thing. <laughs> Yeah, there was a but bunch like, of... I... Oh, go ahead, dude. I, was like, I don't know anything about like Black Ant or anything like that. I'm assuming he's just kind of an evil version of um, Ant-Man. Yeah, well, that's what I was just going to say, is that I'm not familiar with like any of the characters that are in it. But it, it is pretty entertaining. And, you know, if we're only going seven issues, it was like, that's not too big of a commitment to jump into and see what sort of story he's telling here. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those kind of like fun miniseries stories. And yeah, I'm just on a quest to read pretty much everything Joshua Williamson. So had to read right. Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Have you read, started reading? I have it in my like, library on, uh, com- or on Marvel unlimited to read, but it's like, I don't know if it's called haunted house or whatever. It's, it's something haunted. Oh shit. No, I'll title, and it's another, up. it's another Marvel title. Um, fuck yeah. But it's one of those mini series to actually check. I think it's called Haunted House, but I'm not 100% on that. But I mean, he did, I mean, with Ghosted, if anything's similar to that, I'm sure it can't be as dark because it's not image, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just haven't, yeah, like, like you, we both said, I mean, I haven't read a bad thing from him. Like, everything's good. Yeah. Um, I started reading Captain Midnight, which is, I think it's a Dark Horse book, maybe. I could be wrong about that. Um, it, it it feels way too much like Captain America at the moment. Like I'm only like thirty some pages into the first volume. Okay, but, but it's it's like this plane comes flying out of the Bermuda Triangle, and it's like some dude from like World War Two, and he's hunting down Nazis, and somehow the Nazis that he was going after are somehow the same age. Like it just feels way too much, way too similar to Captain America and like Red Skull. But that, I mean, so far, but I mean, I don't know. Just check out Captain Midnight sometime and just tell me what you think. <laughs> but I mean, right. it, it, it just seems very Captain America at the moment, but may, maybe something yeah, okay, just so. needs to happen where it's going to be a twist and I'm just not far enough into it yet to have experienced that. Yeah. Maybe it's a slow burn. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I think there was two volumes out in trade or something like that. 
Yeah, so this what it was called a uh, haunted mansion. And I feel like just rereading the synopsis on it, it's it's like based off like the the Disney attraction. So That's I don't what I was just the haunted ask. mansion. <laughs> yeah, so I can't imagine it being that uh that that uh, gritty or that dark. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna get like nail biter level fucking gruesomeness. <laughs> They got fucking sweet. That'd be the Warren just pops up in there. He's like, oh, hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just see him in the back. See him in the background, like chewing on his fucking nails or something. <laughs> <laughs> or he's at the attraction as like a kid. <laughs> oh, dude, I've been fucking looking on eBay and just looking up different random issues of Nailbiter. Because now, of course, I've, I've gotten infected with the idea of I should get all the variant covers since there's really not that many of them. Right, yeah. And uh, the second printing for number one, where it's showing like the crowd, and there's like Finch in the background, and then Warren's kind of dead center, and he's wearing the Hannibal Lecter mask. Have you seen? Do you have that one? Okay, yeah. Um, I, I think I only have one second printing right now. Okay. So I, I think I have the second printing of issue two. Okay, yeah. This is a number one. I believe. Yeah, I need to get. That's why I still need to get. So I need to get. The variant or the second printing of because I think they only did three second printings. They did one for issue one, two, and maybe three or four. One of those, th- like I think it's like three second printings, and then they did those variants uh, on the first issue, the variants on the eleventh, and then like a couple random issues that were like Comic Con variants. Oh, okay. So yeah. like they didn't have a ton, which was which was nice. It wasn't like there's fucking four covers for each issue or something. Yeah, if that had been the case, I'd have been like, fuck it, I'm not doing that. <laughs> right, but then I would have probably have started looking at all the covers. I'm like, damn it, those are really good though. Like <laughs> <laughs> I like this one, I like this one, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that one's cool. <laughs> gotta get it. There's such a good deal going right now, I gotta go for it. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> well, that's the fucking dangerous thing about looking through eBay. It's like, okay. Like, I'm not really planning on spending any money right now, but, oh, my God, this deal's too good. I can't just let this go away. Dude, speaking of a good yeah, deal, some of the deals away, are insane. Dude, I got fucked yesterday. So I got I switched over my new phone, and when I put the, the eBay app on this phone, it didn't just automatically <laughs> connect it to my PayPal account. And so when yep. I waited, so I, <laughs> I, did, I did my awesome sniper attack. And uh, I waited until there was seven seconds left on the auction and then placed my bid. And instead of saying, you are now the high bidder, it came up and it said, you are not linked to your PayPal account. And then the auction ended and someone else fucking got this deal. (laughs) Dude, he got five Paper Girls number ones for 99 cents. With free shipping? Uh, The shipping was like $4.99 or something like that. It was ridiculous. Still. That's a for, dollar. <laughs> for five number ones of Paper Girls, I was like, fuck. I wanted that deal. Yeah. I wanted to sit on those for I a think, while. Right. Hope it turns into the next saga. I don't know, dude. After that last issue that just came out of Paper Girls, I mean, they dropped some real juicy details about what the, you know, what the hell's actually going on in that story. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking love Paper Girls. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's way fun. <laughs> I mean, and I, I, I just love the art because it's so different from everything else that I read for the most part. Yeah. 
just that art and the, and the way they do the colors on the pages. Like, I just like holding. For some reason, I don't know if they use a different type of cover stock or something when they print theirs, but those issues just feel different from another issue, if that makes sense. Yeah, they got like that heavier stock on them. Yeah, on, it's like almost like, kind of like a it's like almost like a matte type finish feel yeah. to it. Yeah. Uh, what's um? Have you bought any copies of Exo Manowar? Uh-uh, no. Okay, yeah, if, next time you're in a comic shop, just go over to where they have the Valiant titles and just pick up an Exo Manowar off the shelf and just feel how thick the cover stock is on that. It's crazy. Is it like the basically like the one-shots and stuff for the Dark Knights? Yeah, if not even a little thicker. Like, it's not quite as thick as like the cover Damn. for a yeah, paperback that's... trade, but, I mean, it's like approaching it. It's Jeez. pretty cool. It's like you pick it up and you're like, wow, this is a fucking well-made book. Right. <laughs> Like, this is gonna last some. This is gonna last a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Then you get like the DC books that come out right now, and it's like, you know, granted you're getting a two ninety nine book, but it's like the cover is the exact same stock as the inside and everything. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what sucks. It's like all the all the normal issues for the Dark Knights is like the the better cover stock or whatever. But then you get the tie ins that are just like the random issues from like green arrow or justice league or whatever and it's it's just the normal cover it's nothing special yeah yeah i thought the has there been two or three tie-in stories right now because there was the gotham resistance one that was the first one then they did um they i think they're on three right now they're on the third one because bats out of hell is the third one yeah Okay, and that's the one i just i'm on right now because i just read part two of that and the second one the other one was Oh, what was it? Was Bats Out of Hell the second one? Maybe Bats Out of Hell is the second one. And then whatever the third one is, it's on its like second. It just did its second part. Or, and the third part, I think, came out maybe this week. Yeah. But, but what's good, at least these tie-ins are legit tie-ins. Like, they actually are in the story. They're still continuing the story within all these tie-ins. It's not like it's saying it's a tie-in and then you might get like a hint of something that's going on in the actual Dark Knight Metal, but you actually get legit story. Yeah. Yeah, they've been really good. It's going to end up being quite a few... Uh, when you factor in the six issues, so you got the, what, the six issues of Dark Knight's Metal, you got the seven Batman one-shots, mm-hmm. and then all the tie-ins. I mean, it's going to end up being like close to like a 20 four issue run oh yeah yeah have you seen that one infographic that's online it has like the whole list it's like the checklist um i think so you sent me the one checklist if it's the same i would imagine it is i didn't count how many issues it was but yeah i didn't think about it until i got another oh like sometimes i'll have more on my pull list and i realize it because i forget about the tie-ins yeah i think there's 25 issues on this dark knight's metal list Oh, nice. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it's so good so far. Yeah, so did you pick up Batman Lost also? Yep, I read that. It was fucking trippy. Yeah, it was. It was I was getting like confused for a second there, but I did like how they dropped the long Halloween reference at the beginning of it. Yeah, I got to go through and read that long Halloween cool. again. Oh, that was so much fun when I read it. It's been a minute, but it was I just it was so cool getting to see all the different um villains and stuff throughout the whole story. 
Yeah, see, I haven't read it in years. And at the time, I was on a tear where every time I would finish a Batman trade, I'd go out and pick up another one. And I think I might have picked up Long Halloween right after reading Hush, maybe. And so maybe that's why it didn't resonate with me. But I just remembered being really bored throughout the majority of that book. But I've had so many people whose opinions that I really trust, like especially in the leftover army and everything, you know, say that they really love the long Halloween. I'm like, dude, I should really read this again. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I, I can't remember if I, I don't think I read hush. I may have it. I, I think I have hush. I just haven't read it yet. But yeah. I could be wrong. Hush is one of my favorite Batman stories, but it's also illustrated by Jim Lee. And like, he's one of my favorite illustrators. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a crazy story that has lots of Batman's villains in it too. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about, yeah. Cause in, what was it? I read under the red hood. I think the back of the, tra- of the trade, um, had like a couple pages from hush. And luckily it's been long enough that I've long enough ago that I read under the red hood that I don't remember anything about those like four or five pages that they give you as like a bonus. Cause I'm pretty sure it's pretty spoilery to it to like the whole hush story. So <laughs> since I've been far enough removed from reading under the red hood, I don't remember the detail of that that much. So hopefully when I go and read hush, I don't all of a sudden remember like five pages into the beginning of the story, who the villain is. <laughs> see, I, I don't know if see, because um, red hood has a bit of a cameo in hush. And so I don't know if it would have just showed you that part. I don't uh, know. It might have. Yeah. I don't know. It, it might have been that. But yeah, you, I think you'd like Hush. It's it's a cool mystery, too, because you really don't find out who he is until the very end of the book. I mean, you really start to put it together as it goes along, but it is very good. Yeah, I haven't read it. Like, any, all the Batman stuff I've read, I've enjoyed. I haven't read anything Batman that I didn't like. But again, I've also only read basically just read trades of Batman that have been recommended by the army. So I'm basically getting the cream of the crop anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna be like, read this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was at uh, Barnes and Noble today. And so I was going through their um, graphic novel section and they have a deal right now where it's buy two, get one free on all DC and Marvel trades. Nice. And I am way too used to buying shit on Amazon. And just seeing that immediate discount I get, because when I'm actually looking at the retail prices on books, I was like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. And that's what, that's what sucks with Barnes. Like the only way that like those two for two for three deals are really good with Barnes and Nobles is when you order them actually just through their website. Because a lot of the times that same trade, that's like $15 at Barnes and Nobles. Cause they go off the sticker price, like the actual stamp on the back or whatever on the barcode if you look online that same one maybe like nine bucks or ten fifty or eleven fifty or something on their website so then like that's because that's how i cranked out so many um buying so many image trades earlier in the year because they had a buy two get one free on image trades and almost all the first almost every volume one issue of or of image were like six bucks oh so Yeah, so it was like I was making like like the way they always do the buy two get one free is it's always your cheapest um like your cheapest one is your free one. 
So like I remember when I wrote out like a list of all the ones I was gonna get because I could I broke it down into different orders because I wanted to save as much money as possible. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I, <laughs> I mean, love it, dude. I, I mean, love that level of organization. <laughs> right. I made sure I had like all my like because like the volume twos and threes and stuff were always a little bit more expensive. So I made sure like all my volume threes and stuff were grouped together in an order. So if I was ordering so many of them and they were all relatively the exact same price, so I wasn't losing any money. Like I wasn't. Save like I wasn't saving less money than I could. That's perfect. So then, so then it made it a good deal because then when you and then when you order enough of them and um like I think as long as you order like forty dollars worth, you get free shipping. So then when you factor, if I was doing forty dollars forty dollars worth of uh, buy two get one freeze, um with a volume ones, I mean that was like eight volumes I would have to order, <laughs> and then I then I get another. So then I'd be what eight. And then I get another four free. So I'll be getting 12 trades for 40 bucks. <laughs> That's a fucking crazy awesome deal. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I almost walked away with some more of uh, New 52 Batman because I, I still need to pick up volume three on up. I've just got the first two trades. Yep. And uh, they were fucking $17 a piece. Yeah, they're stupid expensive. Like even on on uh, Amazon and stuff, they're not cheap. Like that's why, like when I've thought thought about just buying the full run in comics, like because it's I think it went ten trades, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so like I have the first three, but then if you factor, all right, so I have to get seven more trades. Even if I got them for a deal of like ten bucks per piece on average, I mean that's another seventy bucks right there just in trades. And if I could find a deal where I could get the whole run. And first print single issues for like a little bit more than that. I'd much rather have all the single issues with all those covers. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not quite as easy to just sit down and just read a whole story, but it is nice having those individual issues. I yeah. love, I love having the different covers and it's just, it's just kind of a fun feeling too. Like, these yeah. are the first fucking printings. <laughs> just get so <laughs> fucking geek about it. <laughs> it's like the it's like seeing stuff like first editions on books and stuff and how much those can be worth. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, like how much fucking saga number ones can go for. I saw some fucking retailer variant special that was like three thousand dollars or something on eBay. Fuck that. I was Jesus. Like, fucking shit. Like like wow, you just—it just blows my mind. But then again, I also then will say, you know, just because somebody throws an auction up with that price on it doesn't mean that somebody's going to pay it, pay that much for right. it. Right? You know. Right. I have so many things that uh, like so many of those full new fifty, like the full new fifty-two Batman runs that I've just put on like my watch list on uh eBay. There's been so many times that I forgot about it, and then uh, I'll get like an email saying that this item's been relisted. Because every no one bids on it because they have it priced so high. That's why I always try to lowball the people if I do a, a best offer because I know they're not getting people bidding on them. So I might as well try to get them as cheap as I can. If they really want to sell them, they'll accept my offer. Yeah, yeah. If you want to move some inventory or if you just want to let this sit for another fucking thirty days, you know, yeah, because any people cause watching anything, it, <laughs> yeah, anything can be worth anything until in your head until someone actually pays what it's worth. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like I saw on the I saw on the news um, when I was at the gym last night. I saw 
one of um who was it da vinci's paintings went for 450 million dollars at an auction i was like are you fucking kidding me like 450 million like who has the people that have that kind of money that they can just spend on a painting and not think twice about it are fucking assholes. <laughs> That's all I guess. <laughs> like to have that much, just to have that much extra money to be able to waste. Like you could do, you could do so many much more better things with that four hundred fifty million dollars and just have a painting. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know it just seems fucking silly. Well, I remember years ago, I went to school for graphic design and by the time I was done with that, like my very last year in it, they weren't even offering fucking internships anymore because the dot com bubble had popped and you know, it was just it it had pretty much dried up in the area that I was at and I didn't want to move you know, I didn't want to fucking move a long ways away just to pursue a job and be somewhere where I didn't fucking know anybody. That just that didn't appeal for me. That and also like, you know, my girlfriend was still in school. It was my wife now. So I feel like it worked out. But basically when the uh, graphic design thing didn't work out, I just started looking for full-time work. And I got a job in a uh, as a window tinter. But the lady also had like an interior design business where it was just way overpriced knickknacks for rich assholes. <laughs> I fucking hated that job, dude. I hated it so much. And I had to sign a fucking contract, so I was stuck there for a few years. Oh, that sucks. Oh, God, that lady was so fucking crazy. It was the craziest fucking boss I've ever worked for. She was out of her goddamn mind. What'd she do? She'd, like, train me how to do something, and then a month later, she'd, like, come in and watch me doing it the way I was trained and, like, jump all over my ass about how I'm doing it the wrong way. And I'd say, I'm doing this the way that you trained me. And she'd say, well, that's the way I was doing it last month. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm not psychic. Yeah, and so then... Then I would get an explanation that I had an attitude problem and stuff. And it, what was great is like it, one time we had this really big job where we had to strip all this window tint off of these windows in a car dealership and then put new shit on. And so she was like, you know, well, don't you got like a friend or something that can come help you just, you know, the, 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 the stripping job? Because like actually applying film is pretty tough, but taking it off, it's just a sharp fucking razor blade and like a whole lot of elbow grease. And uh, so I get one of my friends to come in and do it. And like, he's up on a scissor lift with this lady and uh, he's telling me about this on our lunch break. Cause I was like, Oh, how'd that go? And he's like, it wasn't good. We got into a big argument and I told her what I thought. (laughs) 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 Apparently he fucking told her that uh, she was a bitch on a power trip. (laughs) 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 I fucking laughed so hard when he told me that I was like, I was like, you know, I've never actually told her that, but I totally fucking agree with you. Right. Oh, my God. I remember when I finally put my fucking two weeks in at that place, and then I just had this feeling of freedom where I was like, I don't have to put up with any fucking shit. Like, it's, I don't need to put up with this. I have something else going, and I could just say, fuck this place and just walk away without a two-week notice, and it wouldn't even fucking matter because I don't give a shit about getting any sort of reference from this lady or anything. And she had told me to have the van packed up with all these like fucking artwork and little fucking statues and shit like that and take it to this customer's house that was going to. And a lot of times what I started noticing is that customers would come in 
And they would say that they wanted to try out all this stuff in their house. And then, you know, like, and she'd be like, oh, yeah, so you can, you know, keep it for like a week or whatever. And if you like it, you know, I'll send you the invoice. And if not, you know, we'll come pick it up. I started noticing that people were doing this before they were having a fucking party. I was showing up and fucking Uh. hanging paintings at the same time that like fucking there was like party people there, like setting up a tent in the backyard and shit. And so I was just like, (laughs) oh, my God, this fucking lady's so goddamn clueless. Either that or she just really is hoping that somebody's going to fucking, you know, spend fucking $600 on this fucking painting that just came from China anyway. And I know it came from China because I'm the one who fucking unpacked all the shit. If she would have been smart and caught on to this trick that people were doing, she would have had someone show up to these parties and accidentally like stumble into shit and break it. <laughs> so then they had to pay for it. <laughs> That'd have been fucking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> She's just got a clumsy person on staff. <laughs> right. Like you go to this house for this party and accidentally spill something on this. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So I'm fucking in the van driving. Well, and when I'd loaded it up the night before, I was like, okay, so when are we meeting tomorrow? And she's like, well, you just come in and punch in at your normal time at eight o'clock and then just, you know, meet me over at the, the customer's place. I'm like, okay, fine. So I punch in at eight o'clock and I'm driving. I'm about five minutes away from where the customer's at. And, you know, it's probably about five minutes past eight, ten past eight, something like that. And I get a call from her and she's frantic, wanting to know where I'm at and saying I'm supposed to be at the customer's place at eight o'clock. And I was like, no, no, that's not that's not what you said, because I actually got to the point where I started writing everything down because she would fucking give comp um, uh, contradictory like statements. And so I kept yeah. a little notepad in my pocket. And I'd fucking write things down so that when she'd jump <laughs> all over my ass, I'd pull it out and show her. Be like, see, I wrote it down when you told me. And so, like, she's fucking jumping all over my ass on the phone. I said, hey, you want me to park this fucking van in a parking lot, lock the keys in and walk away? I will. But not another goddamn (laughs) word from you. (laughs) It was great. She shut the fuck up real quick. But, oh, my God, she just had nothing but dirty looks for me that whole time I was hanging artwork in that house. <laughs> but, oh yeah, I was fucking whistling a happy tune doing that. <laughs> did you do anything? Did, did you do anything awesome on your last day to like give her the big fuck you when you left? <laughs> no. Oh no, no. I I did everything the way that you should. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but in the end, like that just made me happy. Is that I didn't stoop to her level, right? You know. Have you ever seen um, some of those videos of like people when they go to quit their job? Um, there was this one I saw where this person, uh, I can't, they worked at like a, I don't know if they worked at a studio or where they worked or just some big, like tall building. And it looked like they worked for like some type of like broadcasting studio or something. But this dude hired like a high school band. <laughs> he, he had them come in with him and they played music while he went in and walked into like the CEO's office or something and said he quit. <laughs> the whole band like comes in with him playing music. It was so funny. <laughs> that is epic. It was like this dude just hated his job. Like he hated the people or something. So he's like, I don't give two shits about these people. I'm going to do this. <laughs> and it was pretty funny. <laughs> he had to get like escorted out by security and stuff. It was yeah. pretty good. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh wow for that job what could i have done um oh i could have like got like a fucking cake or something from like a bakery and had them like right in the frosting you know like fuck you i quit <laughs> and they come in in the morning and they have to <laughs> unlock and there's a cake sitting on the front desk 
That'd be fucking good. Yeah, you get like a picture of yourself on the cake giving the finger. You know, because they can like print that on it under the frosting. (laughs) (laughs) Or like throwing up the middle finger, but like having it tucked under your leg. (laughs) 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 Do you remember people doing that shit? (laughs) Doing what? Like, goddamn, I want to laugh into our. <laughs> okay, I can't be the only person that's seen this done or has done it, <laughs> but like instead of just giving like a normal middle finger, like you'll lift a leg and like throw your arm under the leg, oh. and then do the middle finger. <laughs> I don't know what I was picturing when you originally said it, but that wasn't it. Okay, <laughs> really I don't want to know what you're. I don't want to know what you're picturing. <laughs> I was like, is that like the shit that like Jim Morrison got arrested for? <laughs> I was like, no, that's through the zipper, not under the leg. I feel like it'd be awesome to have like, a theme song. Like when you leave or something. <laughs> like, I always feel like it'd be cool to have a, like, or just have like an everyday theme song when you walk around like that music is always playing when you enter a room so everyone knows it's you. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought about that shit? <laughs> so you'd be like a pro wrestler? <laughs> Maybe, but like it doesn't have to be wrestling music. It could be like a, just a random song. Like for me, for me, hands down, it'd be Return of the Mac. Like, I just walk into the room and that's fine. <laughs> Turn of the Mac, jeez. <laughs> and I'm nowhere near a Mac, but it, I just feel like the song just per- is perfect. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> now, if it was a wrestling, if, I had to, if, it, if it had to be wrestling music, it could either be HBK's music or the Degeneration X music. I mean, those are just obvious. <laughs> You've totally lost me. I've never followed wrestling. Oh, you haven't, damn it. Never mind then. That went over your head. <laughs> totally over my head. <laughs> Back to theme songs. What would yours be? <laughs> oh my god. Um I don't know. I don't know because it's like like I really like heavy music, but like I don't want to have heavy music playing every time I walk in. I'm not like some sort of badass. I don't know. That's too weird of a fucking question for me. <laughs> Maybe some Kenny G. <laughs> oh my god, the, wouldn't that be fucking great? <laughs> you got that smooth sax playing while you walk in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that just get creepy after a while, though. Right? Yeah, it'd be like in Wayne's World. Um, Garth is getting like, the cool, the whole experience with the Kenny G and the dentist. <laughs> yes, where Kevin Pollock's talking about the different acts that have come through. Yeah, <laughs> Kenny G was there. <laughs> uh, dude, that that second Wayne's World movie had its moments, but really, it kind of fucking sucked compared to the first one. Yeah, it was. It had, yeah, it definitely had some moments in it, but yeah, the first one was so good. That one was so funny. I mean, it was cool getting to see Chris Farley in the second one, though. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> funny, like him trying to be one of the the stage stage wranglers basically for the mic yeah. <laughs> he's tripping and falling he's getting drilled by the, the tennis ball machine <laughs> he's like what are you doing here son you're worthless why don't you go home I'm immediately like, I have a home yeah, from, on, from an officer and a gentleman <laughs> I have nowhere else to go <laughs> okay now I'm starting to rethink everything I just said about Wayne's World too. 
<laughs> the fucking crazy guy who's like the legendary roadie that they had to train everybody. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I had to beat them to death with their own shoes. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> when they go to meet him, he's sleeping upside down like a bat. <laughs> Seriously, though, uh, I mean, you really couldn't do that for very long, right? I mean, your head would turn fucking right? purple. Yeah, you'd die or pass out. Right? You just, like, wake up and you have, like, no feeling left in your feet. That'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your legs pins and needles. Yeah, or your legs would have given out and you would have fallen on your head, one of the two. <laughs> That'd actually be kind of funny to watch. <laughs> just someone just slides off of the bar that they're dangling on and just hit their head and wake up. Like, what the fuck has happened? <laughs> like, I'll put your neck brace on and I'll tell you on the way to the hospital. <laughs> Lay some pillows down beforehand just to be safe. <laughs> you got some crash pads there. <laughs> Dude, Chris Farley was in some funny-ass movies, so I miss him. Yeah, yeah, fucking Tommy Boy and Black Sheep were fucking... <laughs> I think those Dude, ones those were, were my, my favorites. And uh, yeah, like Beverly Hills Ninja was like varying degrees of suck. God, yeah, it had Wild some funny West moments one? with Chris. Is that Wagons East? Uh, I don't know if I ever saw that. Was that one that he I saw in? the... There was the one, did you ever see? I think it's Almost Famous. Is that the the movie about like, like the, the 70s? Like, no, it's like, it's basically, it's him and, um, what's the dude's name? Matthew Perry, that was, what was he, Chandler? Okay, yeah. On Friends. That, <laughs> that, that actor, him and Chris Farley are basically like a Lewis and Clark, but they're basically in competition with Lewis and Clark to try to get out West first. Oh, I never saw that one. And, it was pretty fucking funny. There were some good moments in that. I had no clue that there was um, a Chris Farley movie I hadn't seen. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that one. I mean, Tommy Boy is my shit, though. That and Black Sheep. Those two movies were so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got really, really me and my buddy, fucking uh, moments in them. Yeah, me and my buddy used to be able to like quote Tommy Boy like line for line. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> The, there was a dude like Richard that, what's happening yeah. <laughs> there's a dude that I went to high school with that could do a really really good Chris Farley impression and I remember one night we were at this one senior party where it might have been the senior party for his class because he was a couple years a couple of years younger than me but since I was I mean I went to a really small high school so I knew so a lot of people so I went to the senior parties for like a couple of years even after I graduated and um, and Mike was up in this gazebo that you had to go up some, I don't know, probably like three or four steps to get into this, uh, this like kind of roundish gazebo. And then it was all enclosed in with screens and it was just packed with fucking people. And there was like a little round picnic table in there. that was just full of empty fucking beers. All the frames around the windows were filled with like fucking empty beers. Like everybody was fucking smashed at this fucking party and Mike's doing his fucking, uh, the van lives in a van down by the river guy, Matt, uh, Matt Foley. Yep. <laughs> so he's doing that. Yep. And then he does the thing like he's going to go out the window. He's doing that sketch and, and he stops himself from going out the window. And then one person goes, jump out the fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> and then so everybody starts chanting, Mike, Mike, Mike. And he's like, everybody shut up. 
I'll do it. And <laughs> just launched himself backwards right through this fucking screen. It <laughs> falls down five or six feet onto like a little bush. <laughs> Jeez. This is a fucking crazy That'd part. Be hilarious to see. Dude, the fucking neighbor's dog got spray painted, I guess. I heard about that in the aftermath of the party. <laughs> it's a fucking crazy party. I guess the police came and busted it way late in the evening after we'd already left. And uh like one of the kids like took off running through a fucking bean field. And they had fucking cops waiting on the other side, and the kid trying to say that he was walking beans and pulling weeds. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, high schoolers are stupid. <laughs> right. I never really, I didn't really ever party much in high school. It was like because I didn't really start drinking that much until like the end of high school, and then college is when I partied all the time for the most part. <laughs> yeah, I, and... I never drank at these parties. I just went and observed. <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh man i used, we had some fucking really good parties in college that i don't necessarily remember the the full amount of them because I, I i blacked out quite a few times in college <laughs> oh, jesus <laughs> right well no like the, no in my defense i mean there's there's a lot of alcohol involved <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'd imagine right <laughs> but <laughs> but like it's cool because um so at osu they used to, uh, they've gone away now with the tradition because of some incidents, but um, starting like, I don't know, I think it's maybe the early 90s or something, there's this little, um, basically it's a pond on campus that's so called Mirror Lake, and Ohio State and Michigan have a huge rivalry in sports and mainly in football, so the tradition was the, like, the Thursday night before they play each other that weekend uh, at midnight kids would jump into mirror lake and it was basically just like that whole week's like the fuck michigan week and that was like the biggest that was like the big thing that happened like that was like the last big event that everyone would do and so like this uh, the michigan osu game is until like the end of november like it's the the saturday after thanksgiving so i mean it could be snowing it could be like 30 degrees outside 20 degrees outside and people are jumping in this little pond i mean it's only like three feet deep but you have like thousands of kids jumping in and out of this water and i mean we would get fucking rocked and then go and jump in this water and then go back to our wherever we lived and then kept drinking and there's like i only remember jumping in there one time but all the other times i jumped in i just don't remember i just come like the next day i just woke up and i was like oh so that happened <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I'd wake up with like a cut on my knee and shit like that. Like, how did I fall? Like, yeah, you fell in the water. I was like, what? When did that happen? I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't ever remember running back. I just remember going there and shit like that. Like, I'll always like, brown out at one point. Yeah, dude, I've never <laughs> been that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's not necessarily a good thing. Like, I remember the first time it happened, I was like, oh, that's not good. Like, I literally like. Because I didn't black out on my 21st birthday. I remember everything. I mean, it's not not to the lack of drinking. It was just maybe I was just meant to remember it because it was so fucking great. But um, it was almost like a couple weeks after when we started back up at school because it was during Christmas break. Is like the first time I ever blacked out. And it was just like we went to a bar. I remember a few drinks. Then I wake up. And when I go upstairs, one of our buddies that was in town said like you were hilarious at this bar last night. And it was a bar 
that we didn't start at. And I was like, uh, we went to what? Like, I only <laughs> remember this bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, after we went to that one, we went to this one. You don't remember that? I was like, no, I don't remember anything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess that, I guess they gave me a water. And some girl came up to the bar and was giving me shit for drinking water. And I was like, no, it's rum and vodka. It's my favorite. (laughs) 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 And so, like, my buddies were just laughing about, like, some of the stupid shit I was doing, like, saying stuff like that. Like, nothing bad. It's just, like, they saw it was hilarious when I was drunk. I was like, I don't remember doing any of this. So I don't really want to get like this, but sometimes it happens on accident. (laughs) (laughs) You ever watch Archer? Um, I've seen some of this. I think if maybe like the first couple seasons I've seen, it's pretty fucking good. I like it. Yeah. I had watched the first few seasons too. And there's that one scene where it was like Woodhouse f- having a flashback to when he was like a manservant for some like pilot in like the British air force in world war two. <laughs> like his name was Reggie and Reggie's plane got shot down. And so Woodhouse like went across no man's land to find him. And like he goes to give him a drink, and the guy's like, "Like, like water? I stay away from this stuff. Fish fucking it." <laughs> <laughs> touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> Fish fucking it. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's like they do fucking it. <laughs> That's why you want to have a good water filtration system. <laughs> right. Don't drink. Don't drink the muddy water. Yeah, preferably through multiple levels of bedrock into an aquifer. <laughs> you can pump it out. <laughs> ah, that's some good water. <laughs> Holy Fresh. shit. Like- I was going to say, that gave me a fucking flash of the water boy, and I was like, that was a shitty fucking movie. <laughs> Dude, I watched that last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Purpose? We're, yeah, well, no, we, like, we were at, I was at my, my, my friend's in the morning, and... uh. We were there, me and a couple of friends were there, and I was like, we need to just put on, like, we just wanted something on the background to, like, laugh at. <laughs> and I was looking through movies on there, and I was like, oh, shit, I haven't seen The Waterboy in a minute. And, yeah, it's, it it has some funny things in it, but it's pretty bad for the most part. Like, that was the start of the downfall, I feel like, for uh, um, Adam Sandler. But he had, I mean, he was cruising for a while in the 90s, like, when with Billy Madison, he had Happy Gilmore. I mean, Waterboy technically probably was pretty popular at the time. And then, um, then I think like daddy or, um, fuck big daddy came out. I mean, he oh. had some pretty good movies. Yeah. As soon as like real hardcore comedians start going heartfelt, my, my heart breaks. I was like, God damn it. Now you're trying to be family friendly. You motherfucker. It's like the comedy he version of when a heavy metal band starts getting played on the radio more and more. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he had a couple, um, like good non comedic performances, but few and far between. I mean, he was really good in Rang Over Me. And then. What was the other one? There was that one where he had, like, not cancer, but he was dying of something. And there was another big name actor that was in it with him. Maybe. Was that not funny people? Maybe Jonah Hill? Yeah, funny people with him and funny, Seth, yeah, Seth Rogen. People. Yeah, yeah, that's some Rogen, moments that's in it. Was, yeah. That was like a dark comedy, right? That was one where I like finished watching the yeah, movie was, and I almost felt dirty. Yeah, yeah, it was, that one was interesting. But I mean, 
I haven't really watched a whole lot of his recent stuff. I don't even know like what all he's really even done recently. But I mean, he had that run for a while. I mean, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, fucking movies I could quote all day long. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, too damn hot for a penguin just to be walking around. <laughs> Gotta take you back to the zoo. <laughs> driving around in his golf cart <laughs> i still say lines from happy gilmore all the time <laughs> oh i do too with my buddies I'm like gold jacket green jacket who gives a shit yeah <laughs> i say that one a lot and also whenever i try to put something away that doesn't go where it's supposed to I'm like why won't you go to your home <laughs> you know which one surprised all me? in the hips yeah <laughs> <laughs> The one that surprised me, which I didn't think that I would like, but it ended up being a lot like raunchier than I expected, was That's My Boy. The one that he did with Adam Sandberg. Is that his name? Lonely Island Dude? Uh, yeah, I never saw that. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Uh, Vanilla Ice has got a huge cameo in it, too. Uh, it's <laughs> it's just super fucking silly, and it was like way raunchier than I expected. And so then it, it kind of almost put me in mind of like his other like earlier movies that were a little bit riskier and stuff. Uh, it's definitely hard nice. R as far as the comedy goes in it, which was pretty cool. Um, and the one that I thought for sure I would hate, but I think the only reason I liked was because I got to watch it with my kids and see their reactions to it was pixels. And like, it almost made me feel fucking dirty saying that I liked it. But like, there's this fucking scene where they're getting chased by a giant Pac-Man and it like chomps the fucking car in half that Josh Gad's character is like driving. And so he has to take off running down the street and, um, Josh Gad, you know, he was also the voice of, um, Olaf and frozen. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, my kids are like a huge Josh Gad fan. And they, so they, they, you know, they recognized who he was and everything like that. And as soon as he starts running, Aiden jumps off the couch. He's like, run Josh Gad, run. <laughs> like he was really <laughs> concerned. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> just like, holy shit. I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> Fucking Josh Gad. He's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, he is. Those videos he was doing with Daisy Ridley were fucking fantastic. Yeah. Did you ever see um, it's with Mark Ruffalo and Josh Gad's in it? Um, thanks for sharing. Tim Robbins is in it too. No. Oh, man, dude. I didn't know what it was about. And this was like a horrible first date experience. So I just like, I watched like a a quick trailer on it and the trailer did not really, um, give you much of like what the story is about. Like it showed some, like some funny scenes and stuff. So it looked like it was just going to be kind of like one of those funny, like comedy type movies. So I took a date there and it ends up being like, um, so Tim Robbins, Mark, I don't know, Mark Ruffalo, and Josh Gad Pink is in it. Um, these are all people that meet each other at like a sex um, addiction, like anonymous group. <laughs> and like they show some like super graphics, like very like graphic intense scenes, like throughout the movie that are just not comfortable for a first date. Like there's cause Josh Gad has like a, um, a masturbation issue and like he has like a relapse and the scenes like the scene goes for like 10 minutes and it's just, him with like a dozen donuts and him at his computer and you see him throwing tissues in the, in the trash can and crying for a second and starting to eat donuts. And he just crushes like a box of donuts and jacks off for like four hours. Oh my God. 
<laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, this is awkward. <laughs> like, sitting next to this person, I had no idea. And then there's like a Mark Ruffalo has like a sex addiction, but then he like finds this, he finds this one girl that's younger than him, but she's like a, like, like a freak. She like goes insane in one scene. I mean, she like wants to call him daddy and stuff, but then she has like a mental breakdown in her, in his bathroom and locks herself in there. And he has to like call someone to help get her out and shit. Like it was intense. I was like, Ooh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. But I mean, overall, like the movie itself was good, but it just, the trailer was very deceiving. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I was like, I was like, yeah, I usually don't take a first date to like a, a sex, sex, um, like a sex addiction movie, but (laughs) you know, were you and your date able to laugh about it afterwards? Or was it- oh yeah, 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 yeah. We laughed about it, but I was like, I was like, ooh, I was like, I didn't know it was about this. I wouldn't have suggested this as our first as a movie to go see the first time we would go out. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you can handle it okay too, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's just some movies that are definitely not a first date movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Manchester by the season, another one of those don't take to the first date too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what that's one of those movies that's on my to don't list. Yeah. Well it's a good movie, but it's one of those movies where I, I don't know if I'll ever own it because I don't know if I'll ever want to watch it again. It just like I'd have to be like I guess like in a super depressed mood and just want to fucking cry to want to watch that movie again because it does not leave you with a good feeling. Yeah, that's never on my want list. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's why I like superhero movies and shit. It's like, ah, good, good. Just lighthearted popcorn movie. Something that's just going to entertain me. And, you know, I, I, there's enough suck in the real world. I don't need to watch movies that make me feel like that also. But right. though I can understand why other people like them and, and more power to them. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking people suck, dude. <laughs> like in general. <laughs> not say, Like a person's cool, but people in general just like. I have, I'm tired of them. Like, they're just annoying to deal with sometimes. Like, hearing, like, some of the things that people do, I just want to smack them. <laughs> like, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, since I've been on vacation all this week, I've been taking the kids to school later than I usually do. And so I'm dropping them off at the same time that everyone else is dropping off their kids. And, oh, my God, just so so much fucking rage. Like, I'm pulling in the school. I'm driving down the road. The school is, you know, on my side of the road, so I can just pull over and be parallel parked next to the school, and I'm correctly parallel parked. Well, people coming from the opposite direction, yeah, they just cross my lane and then cross and pull over, so they're parallel parked on the opposite side of the road from where they were traveling. Fuckers, I hate people that do that shit. what, What the fuck are you doing? And so the first day I, like, give the person a bunch of space... And I'm like, no, fuck this. Like, I'm pulling up where I need to pull up. If they need to put it in reverse and back out, then fuck them. And so I pulled right up so they had to actually back <laughs> up and go around. And they gave me a fucking dirty look, and I just gave it right back out the window. Like, fuck you. Just give them that smile and wave. <laughs> nah, I mean mugged them the I whole time. To, I, yeah, I, I used to not, like, really honk. I used to be, like, I'm super calm for the most part. Like, it takes a lot to piss me off. And so, I mean, I hardly ever honk my horn or anything, but now I'm getting to the point where I just get so frustrated with people. Like if they hesitate for more than like two seconds on something, I'll just fucking honk the horn at this point. I I don't give a shit. (laughs) Like if you're not going, if you're not going on a green light after two seconds and I can tell you're looking down, I'm just going to honk the horn. I don't give a shit. Like, and then they wave at me like, thanks. Like, 
<laughs> like, oh, thanks to make you pay attention again? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, did I interrupt your texting, you fuck? <laughs> right? You're watching a movie that you just couldn't look away from the screen? Oh, it's a, yeah. It's yeah. amazing. The, the hate is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, but, but, we were but, talking about it at work, too. Like, people, like, we try, like, people were like, oh, I'll avoid going into Walmart. I'll go to Target right across the street if I have to get something. I don't care if I have to pay more. <laughs> right. Like, some of the people you see in Walmart, it's like, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't feel bad if I come in looking like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Do you ever go to peopleofwalmart.com? No. <laughs> flip through those galleries <laughs> it's shocking seen... the amount of people that are in white pants that have shit themselves <laughs> oh my god right I think that shouldn't ever be the case <laughs> yeah. they just had a fart there they shouldn't have trusted <laughs> yeah you gotta be real careful sometimes <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I was like, if you're running, if you're running farts like that on a consistent basis, you better just start buying Depends. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you can see pictures of like the like an old guy dressed like a magician, or some like old like way overweight lady like in a full cheetah bodysuit or something like that. Like, yeah, peopleofwalmart.com. It's fantastic. <laughs> It's a great place to people watch. <laughs> it's like that or amusement parks. Those are phenomenal to people watch. Yes. Yeah. Amusement parks are great. We, we've we been on a kick where we take the kids every year to the one that's in um, just outside of Des Moines because it's only like a two-hour drive away to get to it. And uh, it's called Adventureland. And, oh, my God, we see some weirdos there. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah like that's i haven't been to cedar point in a while but it's like the same thing it's like a little over two hour maybe like a two and a half hour drive from columbus and they have a like a sky rail that will take you from like one side of the park to like a further por- portion of the park but you can like look down and see all the people and it's fucking perfect i mean because it goes slow so you can just start looking at all these people down there and be like oh look at that fucker <laughs> like, look what they're wearing <laughs> so like just start pointing at people <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of that line, the fucking uh, <laughs> the line from Caddyshack. That's um, oh, what the Rodney Dangerfield had. <laughs> He's like looking at the hat. He's like, oh, that looks like a kid oh, with a free like, bullet suit. <laughs> oh, it looks good on you though. <laughs> <laughs> he has that awkward like that uh, that look, and then turns away. <laughs> so Snail good. slams it down on the clubs before he walks out. <laughs> You want to talk about a movie with some fucking classic one-liners, Caddyshack. Holy shit. Dude, my parent, my brother and dad, they introduced that movie to me when I was, like, young, like, 10 or 11. That movie is so good. I mean, because I was in, I mean, I golfed and stuff, and I I golfed, like, basically since I was, like, 10 or 11. And that was, like, one of the first movies my brother made me watch was Caddyshack. And, God, that movie is so funny. Like Bill Murray when he has his fucking pitchfork up to that kid's throat and he's telling the whole story about the Dalai Lama and Gungulunga. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on your deathbed, 
you'll receive total consciousness. <laughs> so I got that going for me. <laughs> Get that going for me. <laughs> <laughs> Please go for <laughs> He's doing the fucking cannonballs. He's like yeah. talking about the fight. He's like, you play 18 holes on during the day and get stoned to bejesus on it at night. <laughs> yeah, what does he call it? It's like a, it's a, it's a Kentucky, uh, Kentucky bluegrass or something. Like, I have no idea. With, um, he's like, it's it's a hybrid. It's Kentucky bluegrass mixed with, uh, it's just, God, well, I can't remember what the other one is, but he's like, yeah, you can play 18 holes on it during the day and smoke the bejesus out of it at night. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah, him and Chevy. I mean, that was like in their heyday too, like Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. Um, fuck, dude, and Bill Murray's brothers in it. Yes. Um, fuck. Oh, do you know? Like, have you ever seen any of the behind-the-scenes stuff on it? No, I haven't. So, I guess the directors of that movie, um, the golf, like the, you know how like they make the golf course seem like it's a really prestigious golf course, like private golf course and everything. Uh huh. I mean, and it's like, a, I mean, really, like, if you're in the golf and stuff, like, when you watch the movie, like, it's a piece of shit course. <laughs> and the actual golf course, the owner of it, um, during the last day of filming, I think it was, um, when they blow up the golf course, they didn't tell the golf course owner they were going to do that. Oh, and, the, the, like, the directors or something took him out to lunch while they did it. <laughs> and then when he comes back, his golf course has just been destroyed. <laughs> and I was like, "That's fucking great." I wonder if they actually blew up the greens. Like they're fucking motherfuckers if they actually blew up the guy poor sons of bitches greens. You know? They probably. Well, I, I think it was like it was like a course that wasn't worth very much money, and I'm sure they were going to pay him for it anyways. <laughs> wow. But still, it's just so funny that they did it that way because they knew they they couldn't probably get him to agree otherwise. <laughs> And it's such a cru- it's such a crucial scene to the end of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's great when uh was it Chevy Chase is uh was it he he does the tequila shot completely differently. <laughs> he throws the li- was he throws the liquor over his shoulder. Does he snort the salt? Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then he squirts the lime in his eye or something like <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And he actually he tries. <laughs> it's great when he tries to like act like it's a brand new bottle and the cap just like falls off because there's an old one he's like oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's one of those movies even if you aren't into golf it's funny like it's just such a funny movie yeah yeah it's like like the same with like happy gilmore like you don't need to be into golf you don't need to you know be a golf fan to enjoy that movie yeah yeah, it's just the medium that they use behind it. I mean, and it's not like they go into like they're not using a shit ton of golf lingo that's important to the movie itself. So it's not like Legend. Oh, well, actually, that's a still a good movie, even if it wasn't golf based. But Legend of Bagger Vance was pretty good. Yeah, I've seen parts of that, but I've never seen the whole thing. It's more of like a golfer's type movie if you like golf, but it's still a cool story that they tell in it. Um, but yeah, those are like some of those golf movies. But Caddyshack is just on another level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen was, Airplane? Yeah, but it's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't remember all the scenes very well. <laughs> I reference that. Every time I go to take a drink or something, if I miss my mouth, I'm like, oh, I've developed a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> it I just always more than I care to admit. <laughs> I just always remember um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar 
put like he's in the airplane and he, every time like the scene cuts away and then cuts back he's like wearing more of his like normal like get up his uniform for basketball <laughs> <laughs> starts sweating and shit and he has his goggles on <laughs> it's been way too long since i've watched that one oh, so speaking God, of like movies and shows yeah i was gonna say since uh we're talking about shows and stuff you you said you finished american horse story right yeah, yeah, season two. Yep. Yeah, god you, damn, that was fucked up, dude. Right? Yeah, that was fucking messed up. It took so many crazy turns in it that, like, towards the end of it, I was just like, I fucking got a goddamn clue what's going to happen next. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, it, like, that twist at the end, or, like, towards the end with Zachary Quinto and stuff, it's like, fuck. Like, oh, I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't either. I and, like, and, like right, right when they go into his house and stuff, I'm like, Okay, so far, every other character in this that's been, like, the glimmer of hope, you know, it's like they've turned found a way to turn it upside down and make it even more horrifying. And it was like, yeah, they did it the most with him. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's like, what, not until episode five or six or something like that happens? I don't know, it seemed like oh, it was a little bit... when he gets her out of there? Yeah, it seemed like it. You're, you're approaching the midpoint of the season anyway, where it seems like you've spent a lot of time with this character. But, yeah, because he comes in basically right at the beginning, doesn't he? I think he shows up in the second episode, maybe. Okay. Either yeah, because he's right like that's the end of the first one, something like that. Because he's the it's like the psychiatrist person, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I just remember the twist of it and him being. I mean, it's this show's been out forever, so I don't care if anyone knows. But yeah, like him being the killer and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were spoiling something that came out fucking, what, six right. years ago? Six, seven years ago. <laughs> we spoil it. If you haven't watched it by this point, fuck you. <laughs> it's up to you now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going but to yeah, start was... uh, season one next. Nice. It has uh, it has Connie Britton in it, so I enjoyed that. She's like one of my female crushes. Oh, is she when only in the act. first season? or? Yeah, I think she's only in the first season, so it bummed me out when I found that out, but... <laughs> what else has she been in? I didn't she's, recognize her name. Um, she's she was in before American Horror Story. She was in Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Right. Um, she was actually also in the movie as well. Um, and then I think she's done that show Nashville. I've never watched it because country music doesn't interest me. But she's in she was in a show Nashville. I think after American Horror Story. Um. I don't know what else she's been in. I know she's in some movie. Um, what was it? Me is like me, you, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Wow, I believe yeah, I haven't seen any of these things. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, she's. I liked her. I, she is a really good actress in uh, Friday Night Lights. But I mean, I just find her very attractive. Oh, right on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So um, I'm watching the first uh, episode of that with my wife, and I noticed it said Zachary Quinto in the credits. And so we're getting towards the end of the episode, and he hasn't shown up yet. And I said to my wife, I'm like, when the fuck's Siler going to show up? (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever watch Heroes? No, I've heard about it, though. Oh, wow. The, The first season of it's really good. But yeah, Zachary Quinto plays the bad guy in that also, which his name's uh, Siler, and he's a fucking serial killer in that also. Oh, is he? Okay. 
Does he play? Uh, doesn't he play Spock? Yeah, he plays Spock also in the new Star Trek movies. Yeah, because I always remember. Like, did you ever watch Big Bang Theory? No. Oh, um, I, I have never like watched main a character. full episode of that. I've seen bits and pieces, but that's it. It was funny. Like, I've I've always enjoyed. It. I haven't watched any of the recent like seasons. Like, maybe like the last two of them. But I always liked the first one. Like the like all of them up to that point. I mean. They, it's kind of the same stuff over and over, but it's still like to me, it's just funny because I like their personalities. Um, but like that's like one of the things that one of the characters always brings up to another when they're when they're unsure about an actor. They're like, "Well, what about Zachary Quinto?" He's like, "Every time you always bring up Zachary Quinto, Zachary Quinto." <laughs> <laughs> See, my folks have been like he was worried about that for his, years. It's one of those shows that you have to watch like four in a row. Because the person you have to you have to understand their personalities. Because I remember I watched like an episode one time and I hated it. I thought it was the dumbest show in the world. And then one of my friends told me like, no, just watch like a two hour block of the show and get a feel for these characters and then make a decision. And I did that and I was hooked. I was like, all right, I want to watch the show. <laughs> See, there's been enough weird little things that I've learned about the show over time that it just like makes me not want to watch it. And like one of them is yeah. like it, it has a fake laugh track. Yeah, that fucked me over for a minute when one of my friends told me about that. She's like, "Yeah, I don't like it because they just laugh every ten seconds or something." And then I started listening for the laugh instead of watching the show. Yeah, well, that and when when Lindsay and I were were just starting out, and you know, we spent a lot of time without cable, and basically all we watched were all ten seasons of Friends on DVD, just over and over again. I totally burned out on like <laughs> network sitcom humor because I watched enough episodes of friends where I was like, Holy fucking shit. This is just way too much tame comedy for me. And it's like, while while I can watch it for a little bit, it's like, if I watch it too much, it makes me start to rage out because for me, comedy needs to, I, I don't like comedy that's consumable for general masses. Like if it's comedy, that's going to be on network television, it's, it's going to, almost offend me in the the fact that it the line that it toes is so far back where it's like dude you need to go a lot further forward than that if you want to engage me with real comedy yeah fucking yeah you need something like that dirty family friendly bullshit it's fucking it's not not appealing to me yeah you need some fucking dirty comedy in there <laughs> dark like shit you just can't shit you just can't say on normal television yes <laughs> yeah totally it has to be totally fucked up. I don't know. I'm too jaded. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch? I haven't watched in a long time, but like South Park or Family Guy. Uh, I got into Family Guy for a little bit, but I watched South Park religiously for like the first seven seasons. And then yeah, that was when I, when I moved out and got my own place and I didn't have good enough internet to to find episodes and download them anymore and so i just kind of fell off yeah south park was pretty funny i haven't watched it in a long long time but i remember when it first started when i was like in elementary school and shit like me and my friends would try and watch that because it always came on at like 10 o'clock at night on on comedy central and stuff that humor was pretty fucking good too (laughs) yeah back when i was watching it that was when like the I was like just after Napster when you could download all sorts of shit for free. It was like the very start of that. And 
I would just get bootleg episodes, and I had them all on fucking CDRs. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had, what is it? Um, I never had Napster because, like, by the time I knew about Napster, that was back when, like, they were getting sued and stuff, so then I couldn't find the the program anywhere that was working. Um, I think the next thing I got was... <sighs> allegedly I got was Kazaa. Yep. Yeah, I allegedly and then, got that one as well. <laughs> and then there was the alleged there's the alleged LimeWire at one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that's those are the ones I remember the most. But they always fucked up your computer. <laughs> y- yeah, yeah, like I would never do that with the laptop I have now just cuz it's like just this thing with me doing nothing illicit on it. Like, I, I swear up and down, I've never even fucking looked up porn on this thing. And it's like, because... You're a better like, man than me. Well, it's like, I mean, I specifically got this laptop to do this podcast. And so I can't... Yeah. I can't let it get all fucked up, because if I don't have a laptop, I can't do the fucking show. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, apparently it doesn't fucking need me looking up illicit fucked up things to have IT right. issues <laughs> with the fucking barrage of weird shit that I've gone through. Like, yeah, you have to, yeah, cause you don't ever want to have to send out that email or update. Like, sorry guys, I got a virus on my computer from looking at porn. <laughs> it's going to be a long, <laughs> it's going to be a long break for Starcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rest assured, I am getting my fix off a much smaller screen on my phone. <laughs> God bless unlimited data. <laughs> And phones that are basically the size of many laptops nowadays, anyways. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that one, that one uh, meme graphic type thing where it shows like the evolution of phones, where they get like really big, you know, like Zach Morris cell phone, all down to the small flip phone, and then it has like a arrow saying this is when you could start watching porn on cell phones, and then the yeah. screens start getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you wonder how much that fucking, fucking had something cell- to do with it. Yeah, no shit. Dude, fucking cell phones are getting stupid expensive now. Oh, yeah. How much is that like, new fucking like a, Apple? Like, is it like $1,000 or something like that? Yeah, like the new iPhone X or whatever, or 10 or whatever the fuck they want to call it. Yeah, it's like, I think the base model starts at $1,000. Like, fuck you. Like, seriously, like, why would... Uh, I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, I just got a new phone, and the reason... And I switched to Android just because the iPhones were so expensive. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, like, I'm not I still have, that much for I a still fucking have, phone. Yeah, I still have my 6. Like, I, Until they make a design change that I liked, I'm not... Because like, basically the 7s and the 8s have been the exact same size phone and design as the 6. Just newer processors and stuff like that. So at this point, until like my phone just gets to a point where it's not working or something, I'm going to stick with it and then just do like the next upgrade. I'm not going to get the, the the new one that came out. That's like the whole screen or like the whole phone itself is a screen. I, I don't need. It. I'll wait till like they get the fixes done on that, and then hopefully at some point they'll f- figure out some better way to price shit. Because like I I just can justify like wanting to get a thousand dollar cell phone. Yeah. I mean, even if I don't pay for it all up front, still the fact that it's going to throw like an extra 50 bucks a month on my phone bill. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, 
I don't know. See, I I ported my number over also, and so that gave me like a I don't know. He gave me a big enough credit to where I was able to get a Samsung. What the fuck is this? Samsung J7, I think. Yeah, Samsung J7. That's like a 2017 model, so it was new out this year, and it was free since I ported the phone number over. Nice. And it was like a rough adjustment period for like the first week, but now it's like my muscle memory is better, so I'm not having as many typos when I type. Um, really, the only thing that I don't like about it is that the thing will not participate in a group text message. It's got to be something like that model, because my buddy has um, a Samsung, or he has an Android phone. I don't know which one he has. I want to say maybe he has like the... To get one of the galaxies or something but he's part of a group text with me and my other buddies and we all have iphones except for him but whenever he responds i mean it responds in the group message not like to the individual in person or, or something yeah it's fucking weird so, yeah it is yeah because what'll happen with mine is that i'll get a text and say it's from you and you're sending it to like the group text that's like you know the that we we we're in but on as far as I can tell, yeah, I just got a text from you, and so it's like if a whole bunch of people from the group text group text like all interact at once, then I can kind of figure it out, and then I can reply to you know like all like four or five or you know however many people are on it, and then it's like I can send it out to all of you at once, but like I can't really tell if anybody's actually just talking to me individually or if this is for the all the whole group, and so it's like confusing on my end. And it's probably confusing yeah. for the rest of the people in the group too, and <laughs> at least at first when I just like reply individually. <laughs> well, yeah, like I mean, there's been a couple times where you sent me a text, and I know it was a re- it was like a reply to someone else in the in the group text, so mm-hmm. I just like to ignore it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's just, it's just Joe's phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, the, really, that's the only thing I don't like about it so far. Well, that and I've also found out that, and this is more just funny to me, but like I do voice to text a lot where I'll just hit the little microphone button and then just speak it in. And uh, it does not put cuss words in. It'll have like the, it'll be of an, have an F and then a whole button and then three X's following it instead <laughs> of just putting in fuck. It's like, oh, Those that's sneaky bastards. Yeah. But then it's like in my, in, so if I like do like a misspelling, and actually put like ducking in instead of fucking, I could then just like, that'll be one of my options up top. It'll say fucking. <laughs> so I could just select that. And it'll change it to it. And so it never did that with my iPhone. So that was kind of funny. Yeah. iPhone always tries to, it's for much of the technology that they've had on it. It's always, every time you type in that word fucking, it always tries to replace it to ducking. It's like, no, <laughs> that's not what I was saying. <laughs> like, I've never wanted to say the word ducking in my life. <laughs> I wonder how many fucking like, stand-up comics out there have a bit based on ducking. Right. <laughs> it's well, it's it, well, it's because well, I mean, it's stupid because like it'll correct like after a while, like if you use certain like lingo or whatever and texts on your iPhone, it starts to see your consistent like your pattern and it'll pick up on it. But it doesn't matter how many fucking times you type in the word fuck, it always thinks you're trying to say duck. <laughs> <laughs> like it just never gets it. Like, come on. I think there's a way you can go in and actually add it to your dictionary on your phone. And so then it'll stop doing it. But I never went that deep. Yeah, I'm not so that. I'd, I'd rather just yell at my phone at that point. <laughs> God damn it, Siri. <laughs> like, let me be angry at something. 
Oh, the other thing that I'm looking forward to doing having the Samsung phone is I can get one of those uh, VR headset things that the phone will slide right into. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can do that with those ones. Yeah, so that'd be kind of interesting. I've never I've heard about them. them. I've never actually used one. It, yeah, I've never used one either. I've heard that they can, um, if you're not, like, if you aren't used to it, like, they can kind of make you, like, dizzy or seasick or something kind of like that type of feeling the first couple times until you get used to it oh. depending on what it is oh that'll be fun right <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure my brother-in-law has one so the next time i'm over at steve's house steve and jamie's i had to ask him if i can try it out because i was thinking that that my kids were over there and he had them do it because i, th- I was thinking that they came home and said they were doing like a roller coaster one or something and it was really fun you'll end up like um you'll end up like dr evil and austin powers when his chair starts malfunctioning spinning around he's like oh gonna puke sick as a dog (laughs) (laughs) was that the third one um i think it was the second one okay yeah i've seen this because i've seen the first one a bunch of times i've seen the second one a handful of times and the third one i watched once and i was like oh my god this is so fucking bad the first two were pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> I, I like, I like the first two. Yeah, the third I, wasn't that great. I mean, Fat Bastard was hilarious. Mini Me was great. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loved Austin. Like, I just loved like the Doctor Evil Mini Me interaction with each other. And uh, was it like when a uh, <laughs> Mini Me's sleeping or something at the table, <laughs> and Doctor Evil's like, "Oh, is he sleeping?" Oh, I guess Mini Me won't be getting any chocolate. <laughs> and then he freaks out like stuff and he's starting to act like he has a. He's like, oh, caught me a Marlin. <laughs> he's like, heal Mini Me. <laughs> Holy fuck. I don't think I've seen those movies since the fucking 90s. It's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen them in a while, but I just saw them so many times I can remember them. <laughs> I'll just I'll, like I'll just throw like random quote like that's the thing like that was like one of the few movies that like my dad watched with me and my brother and stuff that he like he laughed at too, and so I can always like quote stuff from that movie and he'll catch on to it know what I'm talking about and laugh about it. <laughs> that's awesome. It's like zit exhibit a <laughs> <laughs> Scotty no. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking speech that he gives at the group meeting we were talking about um he had his um his uh balls like ritualistically shaved and he like finishes it off he's like there's nothing like a shorn scrotum i suggest you all try it <laughs> Does he say it's really quite breathtaking <laughs> i think so <laughs> is that gold member that says that uh no that was that was in the very first one that's oh, when was it yeah, because um, yeah, because him and him and his son uh, Seth Green's character are trying to like reconnect, and so they're going to like the like the father son slash daughter like group meetings or whatever, and like they ask him to tell a story from his youth. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, he played like he played like half the characters in those movies too. Yeah, yeah, that was cool because like he did that kind of that same thing, and so I married an axe murderer. He played his dad also. Oh, I, I don't know if I've no, I've seen part of that movie. 
Oh, get the, the fuck thing. out, dude. You got Okay, so it's super dated. When you watch it, you're going to be like, oh my god, these people look fucking weird. Because it's, it's very 90s. But like, go check it out sometime. It's just got so many like great origins of like different characters of Mike Myers. Okay. Like his dad is like this like fucking drunk Scottish guy, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> there's like shades of fucking Shrek in that, and it's it's really good. And I'll uh, check that out. <laughs> Dennis Miller plays his best friend, who's like. Thought being a cop would be more exciting and it's super boring, and he just wants it to be awesome. And then when he gets his chance to shine at the end of the movie, it's so fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) He tries to commandeer a car from this guy. The guy's like, I happen to know for a fact you cannot commandeer this car. (laughs) He's like, May I please commandeer this car? And he's like, No. But yeah, so I married an expert.er Is he? Um, Mike Myers plays this dude who is like really afraid to be in a relationship, and so every time it starts to get serious, he comes up with like a crazy reason why he's going to dump this girl. And so then they give him a bunch of his friends and family are giving him a bunch of shit about it. And then he meets this character played by Nancy Travis, ends up falling in love with her, and then finds out that. Like he sees this real work, um, was it the world news, weekly world news, something like that. You know, that one tabloid. Yeah. He sees that. And there's like this fucking article in it that this lady that is like killed all of like her different husbands with an ax. And so like, he starts to like piece together what he knows of her past and he's convinced that it's her. And so he breaks up with her and then he finds out that, you know, someone else, went down for the crime or whatever. And so then he ends up marrying her and then his cop friend finds out that, no, this really was her. (laughs) And so then he's like racing (laughs) to try and save his buddy. And then there's another twist at the end and stuff. It's a really fucking funny movie. Yeah. I'll watch that now. (laughs) I was thinking, um, another old movie I haven't seen in a while was throw mama from the train. Holy shit. I'm not, not since I was a really little kid. So like that had, Was it Danny DeVito, Sylvester from... Stallone, and the chick from Goonies, right? Yep, yep, that fucking crazy mom lady from Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> the Fratellis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Danny DeVito, man. That's why I was like, I was hoping you'd seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, because him and Charlie Day just make that show. I mean, all the characters work well together, but the, I think it's the first season of It's Always Sunny. DeVito's not part of it. He comes on in the second season. And it just gets so much better in the second season going forward. Wow. So so starting that, should I start it on the first season or start it on the second season? Um, it's one of those shows where most of the episodes are just fucking random. So you can start almost anywhere, but there's there's like occasional characters that you'll see that are you're introduced to earlier in the show compared to like later. So like you might not know who they are. Um, and like some of their history with the other characters, if you start it a lot later, but I'd say, if, I mean, I would, prefer, I would recommend like watching the second season first, like starting there, but then you can go back and check out some of the stuff in the first season because then you can kind of compare them. Cause that's how it happened for me. I started watching the third season of it or the fourth and then, thought it was hilarious so then i went back and got the first three seasons and then was confused in the first season that devito wasn't in it so 
then when he came back on in the second season, I was like, oh, okay. This is a lot. It's definitely funnier going forward in the second season than the first, but it was still good in the first. Nice. Yeah, I see, I've heard nothing but good things about it. So I, I really should check it out. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because, like, every episode opens with, like, the random. It'll just, like, flash. It'll be, like, 1043 on a Tuesday morning or something like that. Like, every episode's <laughs> just a random time of day. Like, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to, like, the, the dates and stuff like that. It's so funny. And just some of the shit that they do in that show is so great. How many episodes do the seasons go? Um, I want to say... I mean, they're like 30 minute, like they're like those like 22 minute episodes or whatever with commercials or, um, I want to say each season's like that 20 to 22 episode. So, okay. Something like that between us in a season. So they're not like they're, and they're easy to go through too. It's not like they're hard oh, yeah, watches. 20, I mean, they're 22 they're, they're, minute episodes they're hilarious. Fly. Yeah. Yeah, you can just fucking crush through a season in like three hours or something like that. But oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they have some really funny ones in there and throughout the seasons. Like I haven't, unfortunately, I haven't kept up with it after maybe like the sixth or seventh season. I think they're on like season ten or something right now. But it's, it's just the shit that they do is just funny. Like and it, it. Some people don't like that humor, but I, I mean, I've always liked that humor. I thought it was hilarious. Like there's an episode where. Charlie Day, uh, um, his his name's Charlie in the show too, but um, he he tries to invent this product called kitten mittens, <laughs> and like the commercial itself, he's like, "Is your cat making too much noise?" And it, he's like, "Get him kitten mittens," and then you and then you see the cat trying to walk across the table, and it's walking all goofy because if you fuck with like animals' paws and stuff. Mm-hmm. how like weird they walk because they use so much of their senses with that you see this cat like walking goofy across the table and it just slides off the end of the table and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like silence nothing see it works <laughs> it's just so funny and he's like you yeah in the, in the commercial itself he's like does your cat make too much noise all the time and then he cuts to a a godzilla scene <laughs> and then cuts back <laughs> ridiculous the stuff that he does <laughs> that's fucking funny and Danny DeVito is a fucking riot in the show as Frank you you would love Danny DeVito and if you like DeVito in anything he's this role, that, this role in that show was made for him <laughs> nice <laughs> oh shit hey do you want to take a quick break yep that's good okay sweet we will be right back And we're back. That was a well-needed little break. <laughs> <laughs> Got to relieve the body every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have any fucking beers to drink for tonight's episode either. That was just water. Go me. <laughs> I feel so responsible. Where's the booze? Yeah, it's, it's well, you know, I've been on vacation, so I've been having a few beers almost every night. And so for Friday night, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to drink tonight. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm going to be in trouble. I'm going to be in trouble next week. Um, so every year since college, we've, um, me and my buddies, 
that I went to college. Like, so like one of my best friends who was my roommate in college one year. And then a couple of our other really good friends that I met through him that were some of his high school friends growing up. Um, every year we, they, we, they all come back down. Cause now that, um, Ohio state plays Michigan after Thanksgiving, everyone's kind of in town and stuff. So they, they come down to Columbus every year and there's a bar on campus that we used to go to back when we were in college and they open at 6 a.m. on Saturday for the game. And so what we like, we're always like, we've made it a, made it a priority. Like after the set, maybe the second year we did it to be the first people there every year. <laughs> and so oh, we get up like, yeah, we have like a crew of people. Like we usually get like a group of like four or five of us. They come down and crash at my place and then we get up super early, get down to campus, get to the bar at open because they open for kegs and eggs. And the special that they have going on is from so starting at 6 a.m. when they open it's dollar 32 ounce draft bud lights and then it's a progressive so every hour leading up to the game at noon it goes up a quarter and then at um and then at time it's like four bucks all day so <laughs> Almost every year, I've never remembered the game because I've already been so drunk because I don't drink anymore. And I'm trying to like keep pace with these guys and these fuckers can like still drink like it's college. And I'm like struggling after like my third third beer. I mean, but but the third one, if you think about it, they're 32 ounce beers, so it's like almost three beers in each of them. Yeah. So and I just I'm not I'm horrible with pace because I always try to stay at their pace, <laughs> and so. I'll have like three of them by like 10 a.m. and I'm like feeling real good. Like I need to take a break, but then fuckers keep ordering beers before like the next hour hits because they don't <laughs> the price to go up on them. So <laughs> it's like we always have like beers lined up for us, and it's a shit show every year. That there's always something that happens every year for it that like we re- makes us remember like what year of it w- it was. So, I mean, this, I'm looking forward to that just because I get to see those guys. And we always make a – like, it's always like the tradition of coming on that Friday. And we always go to – there's a burger place here in Columbus that's been that's really good that we go to. And then we always throw on the fucking Back to the Future trilogy <laughs> to start watching that. Oh, perfect. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. It, yeah, every year. That's great. <laughs> I would not be able to hang with the morning drinking. I'd be fucking asleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pacing. That's though, the when trick. you said that, that's usually my problem too. Is that I'll, I'll start too fucking fast. Yeah, like I just we just drink. I just drink them too quick for the like what it is. Because, and the problem is too is we since it gets like we've we've learned that depending if it's a home or away game, like we know when it gets more crowded for the home games, it's more crowded or like early on because people will come there to pregame before they head to the game, but. This year it's an away game, so it's usually like it's pretty dead those first like few hours, and then around like nine or so, like it starts getting packed. But we've always learned to just get there first, get our table that we want because we always have like people that will show up later that we want that are going to meet us there. So we want to make sure we have our table and it doesn't get overtaken by anyone. So then, if we like, all want to go get food, we have to kind of go in waves. So, like three or four of us will leave to go get food somewhere, then come back, and then our other group will go because that way they can um, get food, and we don't have to worry about losing our table. That's a really fucking smart idea. 
Right. Yeah, that's how we have to do it. Because <laughs> we made the mistake one time where we all left, and then we tried coming back, and it was fucking packed, and then we couldn't get our seats. Oh, that sucks. Ah, uh, yeah, fucking people. Right. Crowd and everything. Yeah, around. and it's weird now because like we're all <laughs> we're all a little bit like I mean, there's we're all quite a bit older than I mean, not I mean, we'll be feel fucking older than everyone I do. <laughs> Because you got all those college kids, and most of them are just like twenty-one at this point. It's like fuck. Like you were born in the late nineties. <laughs> 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 like I was, like I was in this grade when you were born. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and and they all look the kids on like kids look so young to me these days. I don't know if it's just something we I see as I get older or if. Kids really do look younger now than they did when I was 18, 19, 20, shit like that. Yeah, no, it, it's totally just that you're getting older. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. <laughs> wait till you I'm already the... calling these fuckers kids. I already call them kids. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> wait till you start having your first fucking moments of like totally disagreeing with what they're doing, like culture wise and stuff. And then you're like, oh no, I can't believe that that thought just came out of my fucking mouth. But I, oh, I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't understand skinny jeans. I don't give a fuck. No. I, I don't get it either. Like, why do you wear those? Like, you can't bend over anything. That yeah. shit. Oh, God. They look so fucking gross. Be like, dude, those things are tight against your ankles. That's a fucking atrocity. Stop that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I wish I could go back and, like, tell my younger self to do is, like, back in high school and shit. And just wear sweatpants every day to school instead of like sweatpants are the greatest thing in the world <laughs> like fucking having to wear like work pants all the time and, and then like we get jeans on Fridays at work but having to wear dress pants and stuff all the time all I want to do is get home and switch into sweatpants <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah see I, I won't like that wear sweatpants out of my house do. like I'll wear them in my house oh I have no shame but <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it before, and I'll complain to my wife. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to the store in my pajamas. I'm like, I I, I just got to put jeans on. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) I have like my I have my different styles of sweatpants. So I got like my the more casual ones. I look like those ones are ones you could wear out in public. (laughs) (laughs) My casual sweatpants. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have like the ones that have like the waist, like the the elastic band around your ankles that. You just look like an idiot if you wear them. So I just wear those ones in my apartment. <laughs> just like, so I'm not going to wear those ones out in public. <laughs> right? Like I'm not going to wear those out in public. That's like shit my dad would wear. <laughs> exactly, right? You got a fucking t-shirt tucked into him. Or even better, you got a sweatshirt tucked into him. <laughs> <laughs> my dad usually wears the, like the sweatpants like that. He'll have a t-shirt tucked in and he'll have he'll rock a headband when he's doing yard work. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he needs the ones on his wrist too, so he can wipe off the other parts. <laughs> <laughs> he actually might have those now that I think about it. <laughs> but that's super old school. I mean, he's he fucking loves doing yard work and stuff. Oh God, he'd have a he always, he always tries to be on my yard. Oh, he he's fucking always doing yard work. Like he'll he's tried to make me and my brother do yard work on Christmas with him because it was nice out. Holy shit! 
Right? My mom was like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> Come like, on. But the weather's nice. Like, I was like, this weather's nice. He, that's his argument. I was like, well, like, we're never going to get weather this nice. And normally, like, we might as well take advantage of it. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not doing yard work. No, thanks. So we had our but last. But he's just always been that way. Yeah. <laughs> we had our last leaf pickup on, let's see, that would have been. Monday morning and I've got a fucking maple tree over my driveway that didn't start dropping until like Monday during the day. And then just throughout this week, it is dumped to where there's probably like a solid, like eight inches of leaves all over in my driveway, but I have like no motivation to rake them up because the vacuum trucks are done coming. And it's like, I don't want to be one of those assholes that burns my leaves. And I also don't want to fucking stuff them into those ridiculous little paper bags that you're supposed to put them in if you really want to set them by the curb or whatever. And so yeah. Right now, I'm just that asshole on the block that has a shitload <laughs> of leaves that are blowing around everywhere. <laughs> just praying for windy days. I just be like, disperse, disperse and find new <laughs> homes. <laughs> just be the asshole that has the, the leaf blower and blows them out of the street. <laughs> No, yeah, no, I refuse to do that. Those people fucking, <laughs> honestly, those people are creating a fucking potential uh, traffic um, accidents because your tires are not going to fucking stop on wet leaves. <laughs> right. I fucking hate those motherfuckers that do that. Or the same with the people who blow slide. their lawn clippings out on the fucking road in the in the summertime. It's like, you fucking asshole. Plan your fucking shit better. <laughs> right. Go by the fucking road with your, you know, your blower facing your house instead. Yeah, blow it the other way. <laughs> a person of strange standards, I guess. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but for me, it's like I don't. I don't. Maybe someday I'll be one of those people who gives a fuck about my lawn. But for right now, it's just no. It's just an inconvenient thing that I have to mow every once in a while. But, yeah, that's not like like I want to get a condo. I'm saving up for one because I don't want to get a. People are like, get a house. I'm like, I don't want to get a house. I don't want to have to do yard work and shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I want to get a condo. Like, I don't, I don't have a ton of stuff to begin with, so I don't have, I don't need all that space. And then I also don't want to have to deal with the upkeep because I know I'd be that asshole that everyone would be complaining about. Probably It'd be like, oh, he doesn't make his place look as nice as everyone else's or something. Because I, just, I just wouldn't want to have to feel like I need to do that. Like the keep the upkeep outside. It's just annoying. Like then I'd have to get a fucking lawnmower and then I'd all this bullshit. And then it's like, no, I don't want to keep buying stuff because I have to use do fucking yard work. Yeah. Yeah. I I I enjoy being a homeowner just because, you know, I am I am the master of my own little castle here. And I don't have a fucking <laughs> landlord or anybody I have to fucking answer to. And so, like, a condo would be the next best step up. But I, 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 it, it would almost have to be one of those condos where you just share, like, one wall. And maybe it's, like, shared garage wall or something like that. Yeah. You know? Like, I definitely wouldn't want a condo where it's, like, you're basically just living in an apartment that you own. Right. Because I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking yeah, like, like like the your neighbor that was doing construction at like eleven o'clock at night, <laughs> dude. Fuck them, dude. Seriously, fuck them. Like, I don't know if it's just like the super fucking thin wall or what it is, but like when they, I don't know if like I really just want to stand around up there and watch them walk around because sometimes when they walk around up there, it seriously fucking sounds like they're jumping from like spot to spot. Like I don't know if she's doing fucking hopscotch or what up there, but. <laughs> 
like sometimes like there's no way you're this fucking heavy footed that you walk like this like so yeah like i definitely if i whenever i move if i get a condo it's gonna i hope it's gonna i'd prefer like one of those townhomes where you can kind of like you the only shared wall is a sidewall and not yes. a, like they wouldn't be above me or anything because i'd fucking go crazy to have someone living above me again yeah my friend khadija I had a really, really nice condo like that. Whereas the she there was like an upstairs and a basement and you know, there was, you know, one shared wall and that was it. And this is fucking nice. Yeah. Well like even some of them now, uh, depending on like where I, I would look and stuff, like they're those townhomes, but they're all like kind of split. Like there's all their own and in, in individual units be sharing any walls or anything with anyone, which is kinda nice. Yeah. Yeah, Skype is just fucking us in the mouth here, dude. <laughs> Did I go all robotic? Yeah. <laughs> like a co- the last Did couple it? times you talk you talked, I was like Okay. <laughs> like I caught the majority of it. But... It's not important. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was just talking houses. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it getting worse? Yeah, I, who who the fuck knows? <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be better now. But I, I, fuck, I don't this fucking is my get voice. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. So so before this started, we each fucking reset our computers. Still sounded kind of Skypey and weird. I fucking reset my my router. It's like what in the fuck? Come on, Skype. I don't even have anybody else in my house using fucking Wi-Fi right now. I'm the only person awake. <laughs> okay. I can't let this fucking devolve into me bitching about IT things. <laughs> we don't know where that will go. <laughs> Angry Joe. Angry Joe. <laughs> Just like, you're this raw. You're fucking crashing and shit. I'm like, okay, Joe's really off the fucking rails. <laughs> So you fucking punt something. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can hijack it and fucking start your unofficial rodcast. You can start talking about bait and tackle right. and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the plan. <laughs> Best times to fish in the year. What? <laughs> you want to go fly fishing this time of the year? <laughs> this this level of current <laughs> and temperature. No, like my dad's in the fishing. Like he's a big outdoorsman. Like um, one of my man, my manager's taking all next week off from work because he's going hunting. My dad always goes hunting every year once uh, deer season starts. And I've never been a hunter. I, know, I was listening to your latest episode with um, Dan on there, and I've I've never hunted or anything like that. But it just doesn't interest me. Like I've shot shotguns, I've shot other guns and stuff. I've just never gone hunting. It's just never been one of those things that I've got into. Yeah. I haven't gone for many years now, but when, when I was a kid, like I was an avid hunter, fun stuff. I mean, it's kind of cool being able to know. Yeah. My dad will go. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Like my dad would go, we'll go like every weekend basically, or whenever he can, once the season opens, like at the very, unless like the weather's super shitty or something, he always tries to go out and go deer hunting it's always great when he gets a deer because yeah venison's fucking good <laughs> yeah it is uh what season does he do is it like <laughs> shot, shotgun or bow or 
Um, he'll do, do muzzle loading and shotgun, I believe. Oh, nice. Because I think, because I, because I think in Indiana, I don't know if it's the same for every. I'm sure it's different for every state, but in in the in Indiana, I think muzzle loading is one of the longest seasons. One of the longer seasons. I know bow is probably the longest, but I know muzzle loading. You can go longer than you can with shotgun. So I think he'll do muzzle loading for part of it, and then shotgun for part of it, and then back to muzzle loading for like the last however many days or weeks that he's allowed to do it. Oh, right on. So is he uh, usually able to take a couple deer, fill like a couple tags a year then? Um, it's It's been hit or miss. Like he'll have some years where he'll get a couple and then other years where like, like they might see a couple, but they didn't get a good enough shot or something or a clear enough shot to get them. Um, and I, he always goes where he goes some is where he grew up in Indiana. So he goes out there with um, one of his really good friends um sons that he used to go hunting with him but then he passed away recently within like the last few years but he was a pretty older he's an older gentleman anyways so they used to all go hunting together and now he just goes out there every year to continue to hunt with them and i think they'll they'll always do the cleaning and stuff for the for the deer whenever they do get one and he usually depending on how big it is and stuff and who gets it like he usually lets them keep some of it and then he'll take whatever like portion to bring back home and stuff too Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's always great when he gets those venison, um, like summer sausages and stuff. Yeah, I miss that shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, venison's fucking awesome. Have you ever had pheasant? Uh, I don't think so. Dude, no. it's like so much better than chicken. It's incredible. It's been a long time since I had one. <laughs> it's one of those ones that I'll randomly think about. It's like, you know, it's worth chewing carefully because you don't want to chomp down on a piece of fucking lead shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you only do like a spread shot into them, won't you? Yeah, yeah. So it's like when you when you have the, those sort of birds, it's like you could just kind of like chew carefully. <laughs> like, all, all I can think about when you're telling me that is in Back to the Future 3. Yes. The beginning. <laughs> when he's eating the chicken and there's, he's chewing on it and he's spitting out all these little pellets. Yep, <laughs> I feel like that's like. what I'd be doing. <laughs> I remember doing that when I was a kid. <laughs> Hope in your water was cleaner. Yeah, right. <laughs> like in, in <laughs> retrospect, that can't be good. Right, <laughs> spitting lead out of your mouth, Jesus. And we did worse things as kids. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> the kids these days, like just in general, society is so much more sensitive to shit than it used to be. Oh, yeah. And I'd say a lot of it's for the better, too. Yeah, um, for the most part. Like, one of I'd the classes that uh, that Aiden does on a daily basis is called Guidance. And I was like, well, what are you doing, Guidance? And he's like, well, you know, they just talk to us about the importance of, you know, being good people and, you know, how to recognize bullying. And, and I'm like, oh, like, that's fucking awesome. I, I agree. I am fully on board with Guidance. That is good shit. Yeah. I think the unfortunate some like they've made it's like you can't like people take shit too serious or some stuff too seriously or like are just too sensitive to stuff these days compared to like how it used to be like you can't like even fucking make jokes anymore these days about certain things because someone will be offended by it and stuff like that like people just don't have the the tough skin I guess that we that people had back 
in like the nineties and stuff. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh no, I'm, I'm totally on board with you. I don't, I don't, I don't like being told that there's certain words I can't use. It, that fucking bothers me. It goes right to the heart of, I don't like being told what to do. Um, right. <laughs> I, I do draw the line at the N word. That's one that I've never tossed around. And, and one, yeah, that, that's the one that I never will. <laughs> yeah. That's not really a word that should ever really be thrown around. And especially in basically in any situation, I don't think there's ever a situation you can really put that word into use. Yeah. But, but otherwise I feel like it's just fucking crazy progressives that are absolutely out of control. That the, and the biggest irony about crazy progressives to me is that it's like, they're using the exact same tactics that the crazy conservatives are using. And it's like, you just get these two groups of extremists. They're just at each other's throats. And it's like, okay, yeah, it was not awesome when Obama was in the white house and you had the asshole crazy conservative people like, you know, making memes, looking at like he was being lynched and shit like that. But then you get Trump in office and you get crazy fucking people like, um, Oh, who's that one ridiculous redhead stand-up comedy lady? Oh, Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> she was the one that did the the pictures of her holding like a bloody Trump head. Oh, Cat, uh, Kathy Griffin. Yes, and it's like, how is this any better? Wrong. How is this any fucking better? It's it's like, I, yeah, I can understand that you want to you want to dislike the other side you want to hate the other side whatever but why are you adopting the other side's tactics when the tables are turned it's just all the same fucking bullshit being recycled back and forth it bothers the fuck out of me yeah and so when a progressive wants to tell yeah, me that i'm a fucking asshole because i i said the word retard or something like that it's like hey come on just will you please just look at it in the context that i said it and you know it's like obviously I'm not attempting to hurt somebody's feelings that actually has a mental fucking disability, but yeah. Yeah. I I have trained myself to stop saying it for the most part. Yeah. It's, it sucks too. like politics just in the fact that it's amazing how easily it can divide everybody. Cause that's the problem is that we do have like just those two extreme parties, like the Democrats and Republicans. Like we don't have, a middle of the road party that ever has a chance to become president right now. So you always just basically have to, you're basically just to put in a line down in the, in the sand saying you either have to be this or that. And it always just, one of the two is always going to be upset depending on who wins. And it, yeah, like it, no, it doesn't matter who wins. You're always gonna have the one side doing something drastic and vice versa. So it's like, to me, like I hate watching politics. That's the one thing I like about not having cable is during election time. I don't have to see any of those fucking commercials for campaign ads. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's that's just so annoying. It's like, it's not even like at this, at this point with like those campaign ads, it's not even about like the person, the person promoting themselves. It's all about just trying to fucking bash their opponent. Yeah. That's what it feels like. I remember one. Did you ever see it? Yeah. What? Um, did you ever see the the movie The Campaign? I don't think with, so. With uh, oh, Zach, it was it Zach Galifianakis and uh, oh. <laughs> Will Ferrell? No, I definitely didn't see it. <laughs> it was fucking funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I swear, when I had it. kids, it was like I stepped into a fucking time warp, where it was just like, okay, <laughs> I'm just, I don't have the fucking time to watch any of this fucking shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's like if you can get me back far enough in my life, then uh, yes, I was a cinephile at one time, and that was all I fucking did. But it's kind of sad. My lack of free time now. <laughs> I just don't yeah. have time for the fucking shit. I miss it. It's like there's no excuse why I haven't watched it. It's always sunny. There's no fucking excuse. God, I just don't have the fucking time. God damn it. Yeah. And it's not something that you can just throw on with the kids around. Yeah. Yeah. I would I, mean, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> That's why I've seen fucking <laughs> season one of Troll Hunters fucking twelve times. <laughs> hey, at least it's not fucking shit like Barney and stuff like that. I never had to suffer through anything that sucked that bad. Yeah. That wasn't the greatest. <laughs> That was like shit when I was a kid, though. So that was like I watched that for a little bit when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was old enough that I missed out on that. But then we got all the really good, fucking great cartoons of the '90s when I was growing up too. I mean, we had everything on Nickelodeon that was fucking gold. I mean, we had Doug, we had <laughs> Rugrats, we had Hey Arnold, we had Ren and Stimpy, we had Rocco's Modern Life. I mean, it, the list goes on. Rocco's Modern Nickelodeon Life. was the shit. <laughs> so it was like hello heifer <laughs> yeah a town <laughs> yeah well that's the thing too like some of the shit in those cartoons even like in hey arnold and stuff like there's some really like, like dark shit that was going on in those episodes but you could fucking play them back then you can't nowadays no no they didn't even play fucking looney tunes like i grew up on looney tunes and like i'd be amazed if my kids knew who bugs bunny was oh man it's sad, Rough. right? Yeah, like because people just take offense to so much stuff now, and like they can't just understand that it's coming across as a joke, and it's not intended as offensive to people. Even it's just everyone just someone somehow everyone can take an offense or take offense to anything. It seems like these days. So then they everyone just has to be super careful with anything they put on TV because they're just afraid that they're going to get seen by someone. Yeah, and you know, I could see some of those characters needing to go away because it's like, okay, Speedy Gonzalez, yeah, that's that, 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 <laughs> yeah. that's pretty racist. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew, yeah, that he was a fucking date rapist. Um, you know, I mean, like, some so many of them are, are kind of fucked up, but like, I don't remember Bugs Bunny ever doing anything too bad. Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner were always just great. Um, yeah, Tasmanian yeah. Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I'm trying to think. I mean, Elmer Fudd. I don't know if he's really offensive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he is. But he's dumb enough to get tripped by a rabbit when and just dress like a girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think nowadays Elmer Fudd would be out in the woods hunting for fucking Sasquatch. Probably some new animal. <laughs> that, that, that level of hopelessness and desperation. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever? Did you ever read the Elmer Fudd Batman crossover? No, no. I I read the the Lobo Roadrunner one, and I was like, oh, this is not what I wanted it to be. And so I I got done reading it and just took it into the kids, and I was like, hey boys, there's another comic for your collection. I'm like, Yay! <laughs> I threw it on their the Elmer, shelf. The Elmer Fudd and Batman one wasn't that bad actually. Really. Yeah, like surprisingly, I mean, it wasn't great by any means, but it wasn't like it was horrible. It was kind of just like a fun story to read. It's just hard to fucking read the the dialogue of Elmer Fudd when they spell it out. Yeah, okay, that's gonna be <laughs> it's like, brutal. Uh, like I think I know what he's trying to say here, but 
sounding it out in my mind like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember they got they had a bunch of those books that came out. But yeah, yeah, they did like they crossed over like every, like so many of the characters of Looney Tunes, so many of the different characters of DC. I just can't remember all of them. Yeah, that Lobo one was really the only one I remembered. I know they did one with Bugs Bunny, but I can't remember who it was with. Maybe like I think it might have been Wonder Woman, but I'm not positive. Yeah, see, one of the things in the Lobo one that really pissed me off was they tried to have like a an origin of the of the of Wiley Coyote and how he was able to take so much damage and everything like that. And I was like, eh, I don't like that. You're shitting all over my childhood. Right, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Dude, I fucking, I, I used to live for those fucking, the Wiley Coyote ones were my favorite. They were just too fucking good. I mean, no matter what, the guy could not fucking win, but all the ways that he lost were so entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch, I, I watched a little bit of Looney Tunes, but at that time, like the cartoons I was really watching um, I'm trying to think really what I watched. I mean, I was watching a lot of the Nickelodeon stuff. Um, and then I was watching a lot of the, like the movies that were coming out. Like, I, I was like, I, I mean, obviously I'm fucking in love with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I was watching that, those movies like all the time as a kid. And then I watched that cartoon never, a lot. I never watched. That was the thing. I never watched the cartoon, and now I've recently started rewatching the cartoon. It's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I liking probably, it when I was a kid, dude. I had yeah. I had all of the figures. Did you? Oh my god! I wish I still had them. Yeah, like I. That's the thing. Like I, there's so many that they've made over the years of those. Like I'm not going to try to ever collect those. So I just since the original movie was my favorite, that's why I've just stuck to like I'm just going to get any of the stuff that comes out from NECA for that line of the movie and just keep it at that so it doesn't get out of control or anything. Oh, the detail on those NECA statues are incredible. Yeah, they're those four scale figures are fucking crazy how detailed they are. And now they just keep coming out with more shit, which is a problem. Like they just, <laughs> just figure out what they're going to do and just stop it. <laughs> Don't keep making shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Kyle Cole's got that whole set of them also. He was sending me pictures of them the other night. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. I love them. I mean, I wish I haven't really fucking messed around with them much. I mean, I just have them sitting on my shelf and in like a just a stance and stuff. But once I actually have like the space where I could set up some type of cool display for them, I would. And then once all the other ones, like there's those like ones, like the one raft one's not coming in until next January, like I was telling you before. Um, like a couple days ago or something. And then the two others that I pre-ordered, they aren't turtles, but they're just like prop replicas. Those come in are supposed to come in in January too, as long as they don't get pushed back. And I know they're doing shredder and the foot clan next year at some point. And I would imagine that they're going to do splinter too. So hopefully they stop at that. If they keep coming out with more of them. I'm going to be, mad and happy <laughs> at the same time like god damn it like like stop making them like if you make every goddamn character from every movie i'm gonna be angry <laughs> like i don't need an actual casey jones character or like figure that looks like 
Elias Kateas, but okay. God damn it, I have to have it. (laughs) (laughs) But they made it, so motherfucker. (laughs) Right? It's part of that line, so I gotta have it. (laughs) God, I'm glad I've never been bit by that particular collector bug. Yeah, but I'm just glad, like, I know, like, what I want. Like, it's not like I have a very broad section of stuff. Like, mine's very limited to just this stuff. So, like, I don't really ever, I'm not even, like, ever looking around at other stuff that I want to get. Like, oh, that looks cool. Let's get this. Like, I just know this is what I want, and I'm very specific with it. So, I just wait until they come out with them or pre-order them, and I'll just have them pre-ordered so that way I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, perfect. And they're not super, like, the thing is, like, they're not crazy expensive. They're not, like, sideshow collectibles where they're, like, $500 a piece or anything. So they aren't, like, out of control or anything. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I can't believe how expensive some of those collectibles get. Like, point in case, I can't believe the fucking Lion Cat statue is, like, 70 bucks. It's like, come yeah. on. That's not even that. Granted, it's fucking awesome. That helped right. it really bad. But it's like, I cannot fucking justify spending that much money on it. Well, a combo of it, too, is just because it's Saga and that's it's super popular. Like, the the little... Um, I remember seeing him when I was at the con- one Comic-Con that I went to earlier this year. Um, I think... Well, I think it's also because there's, like, a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, like, figure pack or something that they sent out. But it was, like, a, it was the Saga... They're like little action figures, and I think it was the Will and who else was it? I feel like the Lion Cat might have been in there. There's like two or three like little little figures, like three inch figures, and then they came with like little like like he came with like his lance, his uh his sword that extends and stuff. Um, and I want to say that little package was like seventy bucks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I like, know which one shit. you're talking about. Yeah, I was like, "Fucking a!" Like, it's cool, but it's not seventy dollars cool. Yeah. Oh, and I was at the comic shop today. Maybe one pick- of those. I was gonna say when I was at the comic shop today picking up my pull list, they have a little rack on the counter that has pins on it, and they had goose pins. Ah. Uh, They're like eight bucks though for this tiny little pin. I'm like, I can't fucking justify spending eight dollars on that. Right. Might have even been eight fifty. I know it was a ridiculous amount, but. It's still very cool. Just lay, just lay three dollars on the table and grab one and leave. <laughs> like you'll take, you'll take my three bucks and like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small shop and they know my name. <laughs> yeah, and it's probably not a very large. You're not in a very large town, so you can't get away with that. <laughs> oh, no, my local shop is like it's like a big shoebox. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's it's my local big shoebox, and so I go there. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I have a, I have a couple that are kind of near me. Like one's like really close to me and it's actually pretty awesome. And then there's another one that's kind of on my way home from work to the gym that um, I'll stop by sometimes on like on Wednesdays if I know there's a comic out that I want to get. And that one's more like a that one's more half and half like board game stuff and comics but the other one that's near me is more just like comics and trades and they'll have they have some statues and figures and then a couple board games but it's mainly just comics and like paperbacks and trades and stuff like that so that one's pretty cool and that's the one that um is gonna have that midnight release on tuesday oh nice yeah i asked while i was there and i was like any chance you guys doing the midnight release and he just laughs he's like no no 
<laughs> she's like, I mean, she I would, never does that. And I'm like, I know. I mean, I would guess that they're going to have to, they're expecting a, I mean, a decent amount of people to come out to this because, but they're only open. Like when I looked at the event, it said it's open because on the doomsday clock itself, it's technically 1157. So it's 1157 when they're going to let people in. And so they'll, oh, cool. they're doing it. They're doing it from 1157 to 1230. So it's only like a half hour that they're open. And so I, I, can, I don't know how big this line's going to be. I can't imagine it being crazy big. I mean, I guess I can find out. So it, I'm going to probably go by since like it's only a five minute drive from where I live. I figure I'll drive over there around like 11, 15, 11, 30 or something. See like what the line is. And I'm hoping that they'll let me like, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I don't know how many issues they, they got. Um, so I don't, I hope they let me like get multiple issues of all the variants. Cause there's, I think there's going to be like three or four different variants. So it'd be nice to be able to grab like multiples of those variants and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Dude, I'm really looking forward to that uh, Rorschach lenticular cover. Yeah, I, I haven't seen like what it changes. I've just seen the picture of Rorschach on the cover, but it says lenticular. So I wonder if he trans- transforms into like if you tilt it's kind of like the Flash one with Batman, where he turns into what do you what turn into Superman? I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I was thinking that maybe it's just the spots on the face just move around. Kind of like because uh, yeah, like in the in the sh- in the movie because it's technically like yeah, those the shadows always moving around on this ink like the ink or whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, you got to read that fucking trade sometime. Yeah, I, could be, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> it is a hefty. I have the fucking dude. book. It's thick though. It's, it's like it's like <laughs> I, need, I need to put away like the time like a, a weekend or something to, like split it up and just read it. Yeah, yeah, or just treat it like a fucking novel. Just keep a bookmark yeah. in it, you know. Yeah, well, that's what I'll probably end up doing with it. Like, if I once I start reading, is I'll just like read a chapter. Or like, I don't know how they have it split up in the actual graphic novel. If it actually kind of breaks it into sections or not, or if I'm just gonna have to stop at a panel or a page and then continue on later. But I've, I mean, I've only heard great things about the actual graphic novel itself. And the, I enjoyed the movie. I don't. I know some people didn't like it, but I liked it. Yeah. No, I loved the movie. Um, I, I still got to see the director's cut of it, but I loved that movie. It was so good. A lot of Dr. Manhattan dick in it, though. <laughs> <laughs> At least in the director's cut. I don't know if they blink that they <laughs> don't show that in the direct in the regular theatrical version, but in the director's cut, his dick's just flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> well, if your dick's going to be out, you know, you do want it to be impressive, right? Right. You just gonna and walk around done. with your dick out. You better be a fucking shower. He's, he's just naked all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's like shirtless but blue. <laughs> yeah, that is odd, right? They come back blue. It's like we yeah. control everything. Why did you want to be blue? Yeah, he's fucking. Cr- it's power. It's ba- like isn't like the. It doesn't kind of come across for this whole doomsday stories. It's basically going to be him versus bat or him versus Superman. Yeah, that's going to be fucking crazy, right? Yeah, I, 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 I can't they, even imagine how it's going to fucking go. Yeah, because they like dropped the hint of like I mean, think about this 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 doomsday event, this doomsday clock event has been like in the making for like two and a, like over like a little about two years. Yeah, ever since DC Universe Rebirth. Yeah, once the Rebirth, because Rebirth is what dropped that hint when they showed the the smiley face button, and then we didn't really get any more of it until we got the button crossover where you just got a little bit, but 
you didn't get much. And then that's when it led you on to say, okay, next time we're going to be talking about this is in the doomsday event. So, and this is supposed to go 12 issues. So it's going to last a while. I mean, if they're doing an issue a month of it, unless they're going to come out semi-monthly. Yeah. And you know, I, I haven't heard anything about, I, I never really pursue those sorts of news articles. Either do I. I just kind of wait till I I know it's coming out. So I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I'll I'll start up on it. That's the downfall of me and Jordan not getting in regular fucking comic cast episodes anymore. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's if like, Jordan's not telling me these news stories, I just don't hear them usually. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, and I usually don't like read up about them. Like, I didn't. I never really read up much about like the Dark Knight stuff. I just knew like it was like the next big event, and like I wasn't even like I was kind of thinking about just waiting till like the trade came out for this for the doomsday clock event because i'm not a huge superman fan i haven't really read much of his stuff anyways so i wasn't really that intrigued by it but then i I started thinking about it today at work and i was like it's probably gonna be pretty fucking good because jeff johns is writing it so and this is like the first time we've seen Watchmen in a long time so they're probably not gonna fuck this up because it's a pretty big deal i might as well get part of it (laughs) Yeah. So that's why I decided. <laughs> I think this is like really marking the end of uh, Rebirth also. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to. Yeah. Because I mean, fuck, how many how many issues has most of the Rebirth titles gone? They're all in the 30s now, aren't they? Yeah. I'm thinking it's like the oldest one I got here is Flash. Let's see where I'm at. Flash 34 was the last one to come out. So I wonder if by the end of it, it'll be because Flash is twice a month, right? Yep. So I wonder if by the end of this event, they kind of have it, uh, they'll have it planned where it's almost like fifty issues or something like that, or fifty-two issues, or something stupid like that. <laughs> <laughs> like that no, they, it makes they a lot of sense, though. They plan to end it on fifty-two. <laughs> Something stupid. Like, like now that. we're gonna go to the. <laughs> like, now we're gonna start up the new new fifty two. <laughs> the new new. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's stuff like that. They plan stuff like that, so I wouldn't. I'm sure that they kind of have like a number that they already know all these titles are gonna go to bef- when they end with like this event ending it, and then they're gonna start up a new universe or a new reset on the world. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I've I've fucking dropped so many DC titles <laughs> off. And if it weren't for the fact that you know Dark Knight's Metal has had so many different tie-in books, I really wouldn't even be buying very much DC lately. I mean, yeah, I get, that's not. I, I get like two episode or two issues of the Flash a month and one of Deathstroke, and other than that, I I've dropped all the other regular DC titles off my pull list, mostly in favor of Image titles. Yeah, I mean, all I'm that's basically like the, the only DC stuff that's on my pull list right now is the metal and all the tie ins for it. And then everything else I have is image, except then there's the one I think it's Aftershock because that's what Baby Teeth is. Yeah. But everything else is image because everything else that's on my pull list is um, I got Southern Bastards, Paper Girls, Birthright, um, Redneck. I don't have a whole lot left. Um, Eternal Empire. That's Sacred Creatures. Yeah, that's been good. 
I mean, I, I'm sitting on it. Like, I just need to read it all because I know they're. I just like I read that first issue right when it came out, and then I just forgot to get back on it. And like, I have the other issues. I just need to sit down and read them. And then curse words is one. But yeah, almost all my stuff is image, and I mean, I'm fine with it because there's so many there's so many good image titles out. It's like I'd rather take a risk on getting those number ones than trying to jump on somewhere with a DC title because there's a good chance that a lot of these image titles are going to end up being really good stories even if they're only six issue miniseries and stuff like Plastic was great I mean that was fucking nuts Um, Shirtless was fucking great I can't wait for fucking Old Guard to start back up again yeah I was thinking about that earlier I was like when the fuck is it starting up again because it was like in May or something when it went on hiatus wasn't it yeah, it's been a while. God, like, I hope it comes back soon before the... I mean, clearly, I don't think it's going to come out at the end of this year. Maybe it starts up at the beginning of next year or something. Yeah, I wonder if it had... It might have actually had a time thing in it. But I mean, so and, that's that. a, and that's the other thing that sucks with Southern Bastards. It's such a great... Like it's a great series, but it's just some. It's not consistent on how often it comes out right now. And I know there's a, a combo of reasons of that with just Jason Aaron and them and the writing, but it sucks because like you might get two issues that come out on the same like a month every month. Like you might get those two issues, but then all of a sudden you don't get another issue for two months or something, and then your story arc only ends up being four issues or three issues depending on what it is. Yeah, I just flipped through Old Guard number five, and on the last page, all it says is the Old Guard will return. Yeah, fuckers. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know, I thought it had a fucking date on it. I love nice. Old Guard. Yeah, that was, that's such a great title. I have Black Cloud and just waiting. I think that starts back up again here shortly, so it it's done. A, it did enough with its last two issues to keep me reading a little bit longer, but if six, six and seven or whatever don't start getting really good with that title, I'll probably drop off of it. Yeah, that title got fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, like, like I it, I, it started weird, continued to be weird, but it never really brought, like, the needed exposition to explain the weirdness. And it's like, yeah, it was, just, it was just awkward. Like, there, yeah, there's never really any story that was being told. It was just random shit. Yeah. Yeah, and like I understand, I'm I'm all about slow burns, but it's like still in that first story arc, it's really crucial for you to hook your fucking reader. Yeah, and the art the art was great on it. I love the art on it. It's just it's the it's like it's the exact same thing. Like if you tell a really great story and have shitty art, it's hard for me to get into it. But if you tell a really shitty story, even with your great art, it's not going to keep me in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of good. What's going on with Redlands for me right now is it's weird enough to where it's like, I'm fucking four issues deep, and oh, I'd have a hard time telling you what the fuck Redlands is about. <laughs> <laughs> Other than it's like some witches that like took over some small town in Florida called Redlands, and now they're like the police force or something like that. I don't know. It's fucking bizarre. I'm surprised how much I've liked Baby Teeth and Redneck so far. Redneck surprised me because when it first came out, I was like, okay, vampire story. It's going to have to do something really different to make me give a fuck about reading a vampire story. And he did it. (laughs) He did something different enough to where I was like, okay, I'm in. 
Yeah, it was cool enough to me. Like, I'm, I'm not a big vampire person, so I was like, I've just heard a lot of hype about it, so I might as well give it a shot. So I did, and yeah, I like it. That's a good one. Yeah, dude. Dude, and I found an auction, too, where I could get the, the gold foil variant for, I think it's going for like 10 bucks right now is all. Dude, get it. Oh, I will. But there's, yeah. already, there's already five other bids that have been put on it. Okay. The, the yeah, shipping on it's five. And so I'm like, okay, let's see in the last fucking two minutes of this auction what, how high this thing's going to go. Yeah. But, yeah, because I've seen that gold. I've seen the gold foil one at some retail, at some like the different comic shops. Um, and granted, those ones were like, they may have been slabbed and like with the CGC and stuff on it, but they were trying to sell them for like quite a bit of money, like hundred, like a hundred dollars or more. So getting one of those would be pretty great. Like I know they still have at the one comic shop near me that first, the first printing of the first issue. If it's still there, I hope if it's there. I might go and check to see tomorrow. Actually, if it's there, if it's still there for what they were trying to sell it for, I might get it. Cause I think they were trying to sell the first printing for 10 bucks for that first issue. Cause I have a second printing of the first issue and then t- first printings on the rest. Oh and yeah. I remember, yeah. Definitely I remember, pick that up, dude. Yeah, and I remember when the first printing came out for that. That and God Country, both of those were like stupid, like fifty bucks for a first printing. I was like, no, <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some titles that'll just blow up like that. Like, try and find a fucking Seven to Eternity number one. Like, it's not even up to issue fucking ten in the run yet, and issue number ones are really goddamn expensive. Yeah, it's just like the hype behind it. I wonder if it's one of those things where like after a while it cools down and they kind of like level off for a bit and then with longevity, if it's a great series that continues, then it goes back up in price. It's just one of those where like hype was so the price is high and then it keeps getting good. Like I wonder if that's how it was a saga. Like after maybe like the first trade or something of saga that first issue first printing became super expensive and it's only just gone up just because of how much better it keeps getting yeah god damn i wish i'd have got been able to get on board with saga from the very beginning yeah i wish i'd have been in the comics back then that'd have been pretty great to say i have all the saga issues i, I refused to even like search ebay for it because i it's going to be stupid expensive and I don't even want to try. <laughs> I don't even want to, I don't even want to tempt myself with what I would consider as a good deal when it's really still expensive. <laughs> let's look it up. Let's look it up for fun. I bet the best you could get on like the best deal you could find on whether they're 40 some odd issues in right now. So as someone was selling a complete run of the, the series, just normal First printings, no like special variants and shit in there. I bet the minimum you'd see them going for is, I'd want to say like four hundred bucks. Let's see, because like those first printings are going for like for the first issue are going for like hundreds of dollars. So I'd imagine that whole run would be like at least four hundred. Because they're trying to sell the whole new 52 run of Batman um, 
that's what 50 some issues Ooh. and oh don't say ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry no I, one of them finally came up in the search saga uh, one through 45 complete run set 279.99 plus seven dollars shipping are they all first printings? That's what I'm looking at right now. No way that the... All comics are in great conditions. Number one is fifth printing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's why. <laughs> Number two is second printing. Three is second yeah. printing. The rest of the books are first prints. So, yeah, you're getting fucked on one, two, and three. <laughs> and those are, like, the most important ones because that's when... That's the problem. It's probably... He's, like, he realized how fucking popular it was when it was too late. Jesus, dude. Okay, Saga one through ten lot, all near mint. Oh, first print and second print, three hundred and twenty-five. So you get twenty issues. <laughs> three hundred. So you get twenty bucks. issues. That's crazy. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Like when something that popular comes out, like if it goes to a fifth printing on a first fucking issue, like even those second, and third, and fourth printings are worth money. Like it's and but those first printings are crazy when they're that many printings that they go to i mean yeah like you i think on saga if you're probably just looking for that first issue i'm sure it's probably going for a couple hundred bucks yeah no thanks i wish (laughs) (laughs) that's where you just like hope that someone accidentally like sells it in a garage sale one day (laughs) yeah no shit that's like the dream of finding action comics number one in a garage sale (laughs) for a fucking nickel and you're like uh uh, like just try and not have a fucking aneurysm or something while you're walking up to go drop off that fucking nickel. Right. Just hand or, him a 20 yeah. and be like, just keep the change. It's okay. Right. Yeah. Be like, literally like you'd have to like luck into the situation where you go to a, a garage sale or something or a yard sale and some parent has put their kids like com- short box out there for sale. Cause they just want to get rid of it. And you just happen to open it up and look through and it's like a fucking complete run of saga. And you know, I would just be like, how much do you want for the box? <laughs> I wouldn't even care what else is in there. I'll just take your whole box. Here's 10 bucks. Does that work? <laughs> do you think that, that that's ethically fucked up to do? Like if, if you were to find an Action Comics number one at a garage sale and pay fucking a nickel for it, do you think that's ethically wrong to know that that thing could go to auction for millions of dollars? <laughs> or are you just being a savvy fucking picker? I mean, I feel like it's also part of that person's responsibility that's putting that shit out there to at least kind of see what they're putting out there. And maybe if something looks like it could be worth money, maybe to just do a quick Google search. I mean, nowadays it's a, it's a lot easier than back in the, back in the day. I could understand it being harder like, like back in the early 90s or in the 80s if you're going to a garage sale and something like that happens to be in there because there's no fucking way to know unless you're into that stuff how much it's worth but now you can fucking google anything and see if it has any type of value to it oh yeah just fucking punch it in on ebay and then like okay here's some lunatic selling it for you know hundreds and here's someone else selling it for tens you know you can probably strike a balance somewhere in the middle yeah but yeah god that'd be the greatest thing ever just to walk up to a garage sale and just see something like that like a complete run of some comic that you've always wanted that has been impossible to find or something. It's like, yes, I'll take it. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. It won't happen, but I mean, it's like that lot. It's like winning the lotto. <laughs> yeah. 
I used to do like the woodland version of that when I was a little kid all the time. I'd be walking on the sandbar just downstream from the cabin and I'd always be hoping that I was going to find like a fucking little suitcase or something like that sticking out of the sand that was full of fucking 20s or 50s. <laughs> hoping fucking D.B. Cooper's lost his money there. <laughs> God damn, that'd be fucking awesome. It never happened. Right. I remember one time I found a five blowing across the parking lot. That was pretty cool. <laughs> and you ran into oncoming traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll, do, I'll never forget it. Um, it was a, a St. Paddy's Day, and I was in Cleveland with my buddies, and we were sitting at a restaurant eating, in the, like, and it was windy, and this dude was in his, his uh, all this green shit like for his outfit, and he had this big-ass green hat. <laughs> and this big gust of wind blows it off in the traffic, like in the middle of the big intersection. And this dude doesn't even think. He just starts running out there, tries to stomp on it to stop <laughs> it from blowing away. I was like, this dude's going to get hit by a car. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> and it's not like it was some nice hat. It's just one of those big, goofy, cheap hats that you would buy for a party. And I was like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> He looks so good because he's like taking those big steps to try to stomp on it, and then the wind would blow it out of his reach. <laughs> he, had keep, he just had to keep going after it. <laughs> How many failed attempts would you give that hat before you were like, "Fuck it"? <laughs> Probably two. If I can get it within like two, like two steps of in the of in the street, it's just gonna go. <laughs> Like, it's not worth it. Do you think make a production of it since it's a busy intersection and lots of people are probably watching you fail? That's the thing. It's a busy intersection. So all these people at like the, at the <laughs> restaurant are just watching this dude. Like, look at this idiot. Like, what's he doing? He's like sticking his hand out to stop cars while he's getting this hat. <laughs> it's like, you're not a Jedi. You're not going to make that car stop. Right? <laughs> like, he's going to roll out the windshield and this car and fly in the air. <laughs> yeah. You better be ready to pull a next karate kid move and jump up on the hood. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, I was so bummed about it. Um, you were talking about next karate kid. It made me think of, um, so I guess it's been out a while and I didn't know about it, but my buddy, um, one of my friends that's coming down for the OSU game since uh, we're all big Back to the Future fans, he sent this link to a trailer for Back to the Future 4. But it was like a fan-made trailer. But it actually had Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd in it. And I posted it for a quick second in the army until my friends in my group text were saying, like, yeah, it's been out for a couple of years. I was like, oh, I'm taking that down. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm going <gonna> be... <laughs> like to get ripped on real fucking quick because I, I was hoping it was real. Redacted. <laughs> right? I was like, I am delete post. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. No likes, no scenes. I think we got nah, out. <laughs> there, was, there was one like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, it's sir. Okay. You didn't see anything. <laughs> like you were dreaming. <laughs> No, but I fucking like it'd have been so awesome if they would have made it back to the future four. I mean, I would have been all about it. I would have hoped it wouldn't suck, but if they're gonna have Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd, I'm all in. Now what could they have done in the fourth one? And would Doc Brown's kids have to be in it? Or would they try and take ah. it back to the roots where it'd just be nope, it's just gonna be a Doc and Marty adventure. We don't want to have too many moving parts in this. I don't know, because the way that the, this trailer which was pretty cool. Um, it's basically 
it looked like press time in some city, like um, a big city. I don't know if it was in where I feel like one of the scenes that looked like it was in Japan or China or something like a, one of those huge, like crazy intersections that you see. But the one part of it was like this kid was filming his friends on his phone or something. And then all of a sudden you see like the sparks and the electric and you see the, um, the DeLorean show up on the road and it kind of stops. Um, and this department store and he gets out of the car and it's doc and he's like asking what year it is. And then you get like another scene where you get, you see Marty in his old school, like 80s Nike sneakers and he's stepping out of the, out of the DeLorean too. And it looks fucking cool. Like it, it looked like it could, it could have been a, a cool trailer, but I don't know what type of fucking story they could have told. If they had jumped in back into like a, different time period like it'd be cool i guess to see him go back to the 80s again so it's like i mean the 80s are getting fucking popular but stranger things and stuff again if they tried going back in time to the 80s and having to correct something yeah yeah i could see that going back to where it all began (laughs) when you were talking about the delorean it made me think that in chrononauts there's a a brief little delorean easter egg that you can pick out in the background Oh, is it? That's awesome. Yeah. Have you gotten that one yet? No, I need to. I, that's, I, it's on, there's a couple of them that are on a, on eBay that I have on my watch list that haven't ended yet. And that like one, a couple of them are buy it nows, but others are just bids. So I'm going to kind of wait, I think till, to see if there's anybody else. Cause you can see who watches, like how many people are watching it and stuff like that. And I may just bid on it. I think like the, cause it's only a four issue series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like the ones I was seeing were anywhere from like 10 to 15 bucks or something. Yeah, that's about what I got mine for. Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably try and look at that. I think in the next couple of days, it, the one's supposed to end. So I may just throw a buy it now on it if I'm not, not going to really save much money on it. Yeah, but yeah you it, told me about that. If all else fails, you could get the trade from Amazon Prime for like a little over $8. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, the, the individual issues are really nice. Um, I did. I didn't pay close enough attention when I got my auction because my number one is actually a second printing, but it's a really cool cover. And so I was like, "All right, that's a fair trade." But yeah, yeah I've, I've been watching like an actual first printing number one also. And so it's like it's, at some point I want to get it, but it's it's hard to justify it when it's just you know I want it is the only reason. Yeah. You haven't read um, Ready Player One yet, have you? Not yet. It, well, it's been really hard for me to actually read fucking novels, though, too. Yeah. Like, like I got yeah. maybe you, a have quarter you ever done of the way to Game books? of Thrones. Oh, no. No, not yet. I've been meaning so. to, but but I, I looked into uh, Audible, and that's really fucking expensive. Yeah, well, what you do is, because um, I got Ready Player One for free, um, if you've never used audible before and when you link because it's it's an amazon company account um it's an amazon company so when you set up audible with your amazon account your first book is free so when i i have ready player one but then i i got the audible because will wheaton does the commentary for it and or the narrating whatever you want to call it and so that first book that you choose on audible is free and then going forward 
Yeah, you have to do like if you want to do any more books, you have to do whatever the monthly stuff is. I've, I'm not a huge audio, like a audiobook person, but that one was good because I'd already read it, so I could kind of not have to focus as much. But Will Wheaton gets really into it and stuff because it's a book that he loves because it's all like 80s pop culture and stuff. So he's super into that, and he makes the book really good to read, like fun to listen to. But I remember reading it. There's a there's a part. It's like it's not it's not a major part or anything. It's just um, the care one of the characters uh, has a, a he has in the because it's called the Oasis, so it's basically like a virtual reality world. His one um, I guess mode of transportation is because he loves the '80s so much. He has a DeLorean, but then he has the Ghostbuster logos on the side with uh ecto 88 as his license plate and then um the night rider logo like the night rider lights on the front with the kit voice <laughs> so i was like i was like fuck yes like that's like everything you could <laughs> like if i could get pimp out of delorean that's exactly what i do <laughs> <laughs> but it's like there's just so much cool shit in that book and i mean the movie i'm i'm hoping it's good but it's going to be impossible for it to be as good as the book because there's so many things in the book property wise that they're not going to be allowed to show in the movie. So, cause there's like star Wars and stuff in the book and all that as that they're not going to be able to use in the movie. So that's too bad that they can't find workarounds for that sort of shit. Well, I'm hoping cause Spielberg's the one who's directing it that maybe he can get some pull with some of his buddies and they might let him, use some stuff that he wouldn't have otherwise been able to use, but they had, there's no way fucking Disney's going to let him use star Wars shit. They might let him reference star Wars, but they definitely won't let him use like the fucking X wing or the millennium Falcon or any of the characters themselves. Yeah. And you know, when things are come down to like business decisions like that, I feel like the audience is really the ones who suffer. Yeah, because when it comes down to it, I don't give a fuck how big the yacht is for the person where that money eventually ends up at. It's like, yeah, right. <laughs> Shit pisses me off. I just well, want to be fucking it, entertained, Rod. Right. <laughs> well, it's, you, have you ever seen the show Entourage? No, I've never seen that one either. Okay, so I mean, it's like it. It's a show based like um, like a Hollywood actor and stuff so there's different studios that'll try to get different scripts and stuff and like in one of the i remember one of the episodes like a studio purposely just buys a certain script even though it's a good script they purposely buy it to not allow a certain actor to be in it and they just put it on the shelves like shit like that i'm sure that stuff actually happens in hollywood like i'm sure there's a lot of great scripts or there's a lot of things that different studios will do just so another studio can't have a movie because they just want to keep that power. Yeah. It's bullshit. Right. Fuckers just make good movies. <laughs> Who cares? If you have to throw all the other properties in there. Just let them do it. Yeah. God damn it. Hollywood just make good movies and quit fucking sexually harassing people. Seriously. Jesus. Everyone's popping out. Dude, I can't believe how many of these accusations have fucking been coming up. It's it's just fucking grossing me out. It's such a bummer. 
I don't even I don't read the articles. I just see the names. And I'm like, oh, there's another one. And some of them definitely don't surprise me. Like when I see the names, like, oh yeah, I could see that guy doing that. Yeah, right. Like a uh, Josh Radner. Like definitely could see him. I was like, yeah, that guy seems like a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, God, this shit's so fucking gross. I'd be I'd be real sad if it came out like Tom Hanks. I always keep keep seeing those articles that say like Tom Hanks isn't gets gets in trouble for being too nice or something. Yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> woman steps like forward and accuses Tom Hanks of being a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. The first time I like, saw one of those, my heart skipped a beat. I was like, no, not Forrest Gump. Right. Come on, Tom Hanks. He's such a, he's such a good actor. Yeah. Or like the ones with Keanu Reeves. I've seen those ones too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, Keanu the stories Reeves. about that guy. Wow. What a fucking cool dude. Right. I, God, he's like the fucking perfect person. It seems like like he's been through so much shit. Yeah. He just, he's like the most genuinely kind person there is. It seems like. Yeah. Just so down to earth. Yeah. Like, I can't believe it. Like I'd fucking love to meet him. Yeah. Apparently he's a heavy smoker too. Who'd have fucking thought just looking at him? He's a what? A smoker. He smokes cigarettes. Oh, really? That's what I heard. I don't know. I've never hung out with him. Damn it, Keanu. Don't ruin your life that way. (laughs) (laughs) Just smoke weed. I'm cool with that. (laughs) Right? There's better ways to manage your stress. Right. Do some fucking yoga. (laughs) Take up some meditation. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's the greatest. I'm not saying he's the greatest actor in the world, but he, I mean, he, he has certain roles that are fucking made for him. And he's, when he's in those roles, he does a great job, like in John Wick and stuff. I mean, that role is perfect for him. That's what I was just going to say is that he really fucking did a good job at John Wick. And, you know, leading into chapter two, I was really happy to see him going through the multi, um, like the rifle and pistol courses. Like, did you ever see any of those where he was going through and like switching between a pistol and like a AR fifteen? Oh, like, like the videos of him like doing the training for yes. it. Yes, like he I, took that shit seriously, and he actually learned real fucking jujitsu and shit for the fight scenes too. Did he? No yeah. wonder it's so fucking good then. Yeah, because <laughs> he didn't have to worry about like, getting a stunt double in there to do everything for him. He could just learn it. Dude, that scene where he kills the two people with the fucking pencil in chapter two, like I watched that on the plane coming back from Germany and I actually out loud went, oh my God, and like covered my mouth and like sat forward in my seat and just like watched it. I was like, oh God, <laughs> I can't believe I fucking saw that. That was so <laughs> gross like a little kid. and so fucking graphic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm watching this. <laughs> <laughs> And then the way yeah, that movie ended, I just, where the fuck is it going to go next? Like, oh, I don't wow. know. I can't wait. I, got, I can't wait. It comes out, it comes out, what, the next one's a 19, right? Uh, yeah, you, you already know more than I then. I think it's like probably sometime in 19, early 19 or something. But God, it's going to be fucking good. That one else, I have I never saw the first two in theaters. I bought them both because I heard, like, I bought the first one and then because I saw like a really good deal on it and I'd always heard all these good things. So I bought it, watched it. I thought it was fucking great. Then I bought the second one when it came out and yeah, it was incredible. So now I just can't wait till that third one comes out. 
Yeah, I hadn't seen either of them in the theaters before either, but I mean, really, it's it's got to be like a comic book movie that I'm really looking forward to to drag me out to the theater. Otherwise, yeah, I, I don't, just, I don't, I don't go and see a whole lot of movies these days out in theaters. I mean, it sucks because I got that movie pass and then it didn't fucking work and couldn't get a hold of anybody at the goddamn customer service for it. So it was like I had to cancel it, and so I've just never really tried doing it again. Um, so I've, I mean, I've only seen like a handful of movies this year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and right now, so we're going to go see Thor Ragnarok tomorrow morning. And cause the kids said they wanted to go cause Lindsay and I, we're just going to go see it by ourselves on, on the vacation. And then they said the boys wanted to go, of course. And so it's like, all right, you know, we generally let them go see the Marvel movies. They're lighthearted enough to where we haven't really seen anything in them. That's, caused us much concern um i let him watch batman v superman but i played the pg-13 cut and i was just kind of like right there with the remote the whole time and then <laughs> I, I don't think seen suicide squad once and they were saying something about it and i was like eh, it's okay and my wife's like are you sure it's okay and i'm like i don't remember anything too bad and then the scene with like harley quinn dancing on the pole in the strip club, and then the guy getting shot, Lindsay's just giving me the look, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll shut this off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to let him watch this. <laughs> and uh, they, they walked away from Wonder Woman on their own, but uh, Lindsay sat there and watched that whole thing, so. Yeah. But, yeah, so they don't, they, they love Justice League cartoon and stuff like that, but I don't know if, I don't know, and Jordan was telling me earlier that Justice League's, like, really lighthearted and stuff, but I think I'll end up going and seeing that one by myself. Yeah, I'll I'll kind of wait to kind of hear after this opening weekend what people's reactions are to it. I mean, so far it's kind of sounded like it's been okay. Like, it's not awful, but it's not the fucking best movie ever. But, I mean, that's not bad for DC considering it's always been this movie's terrible and stuff. So, except for like a couple movies here and there. So, I mean, I'll probably check it out. I hope it's good. I'm not really sure how I feel about Aquaman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like that dude, Aquaman. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't fucking, get it. <laughs> fucking trucker, Aquaman. <laughs> trucker, Aquaman. I never heard that one yet. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, that's what Brian like does. Like that fucking voice whenever he's acting like Jason Momo <laughs> on PCL. He sounds like a fucking trucker talking. <laughs> <laughs> Is that similar to his Norman Reedus voice? Yeah, probably. <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Go, bro. <laughs> oh shit! I actually know people like that. <laughs> Run into them at work occasionally. It's like, whoa, whoa, where are you from? Oh, you're from here. You know, other people in Iowa don't really talk like that, right? <laughs> No, it's funny when you were saying that you were playing Suicide Squad and then you kind of got the look to shut it off because it probably wasn't appropriate. It was totally not um, appropriate. Because <laughs> the holidays are coming up. Um, Thanksgiving. I remember a few Thanksgivings back when uh, Superbad had recently come out. <laughs> we used to, like my cousins and I, and then my uh, parents and all of my relatives would always meet at my grandparents for Thanksgiving. That was kind of like our meetup. We would always get to see our cousins then. And, um, 
So all of us cousins were sitting in the family, like the living room area with the TV, and we put in super bad. And my dad and uncle and grandpa and stuff were just sitting on the in the lazy boys and stuff reading the newspaper or whatever. And my dad's like, "What are you putting in?" I told him super bad. He didn't know what it was, and. He's like, okay, whatever. And he wasn't paying attention to it. He's just reading the newspaper. <laughs> and my one cousin at the time, I want to say, was maybe in middle school or still in elementary school. Oh, no. <laughs> and it got like five minutes into the movie. He told us to shut it off because right when they're at the gas station and Jonah Hill's talking to um, Michael Sarah about sex and he's like he's like he's like yeah this is my last chance before college to have sex he's like yeah but don't you just want to have don't you aren't you just gonna have sex in college he's like yeah but the point's to be good at having sex by the time you get to college he's like you don't want girls to think you suck dick at fucking pussy and my dad <laughs> fucking he's like all right that's enough <laughs> he shut it off and like he's like tell shut that shit off <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny like god was like my brother and me were like looking at each other when we put it in because we knew it wasn't gonna last long we just wanted <laughs> how far we could get <laughs> and we found out <laughs> that movie's so classic it's yeah, got so like, many good lines in it yeah, it does i was like yeah i was like i knew we weren't gonna get all the way through it but i was hoping we'd at least get halfway through <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my mom would not have been happy if she would have been in when that played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would have fucking walked out in a heartbeat and been angry. Like, I can't believe you're watching this filth. Look <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> I can, just to think, I quote that movie. <laughs> yeah. God, it's been way too long since I watched that. I didn't even fucking watch it again. It still holds up, too. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while, but I have watched it like within the last year, and it still holds up. Yeah, the dialogue they wrote for that movie is really realistic. Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> shit that kids would do and say in high school, yeah, that's stuff that I think I would do with my friends. <laughs> I, I don't think we... the whole twist out. They get separated from McLovin, and he has the totally separate adventure and everything. It's so fucking perfect. And with those cops of all people. Yeah. The store and he gets fucking knocked out and they're on the outside and they see the <laughs> cops show up and they're like, fuck, he totally got busted because of his shitty license that only had one fucking name on it. Right. <laughs> or the fact that he like fucking goes to grab that six pack of beer and just grabs it by the one and it all spill out everywhere. He <laughs> tells that guy, you need to clean this up. It's like someone could get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just that shit. Oh man, so much of that shit that happens in that movie. It's such a classic, just new age kind of like coming of age movie. Oh yeah. He punches. <laughs> he like goes to. Like, I love when he goes to punch uh, Becca in the shoulder, and he gets hit in the back of the arm. <laughs> he bumps her in the boob. <laughs> <laughs> His face is just uh, awkward, and then like he thinks they're supposed to be going opposite directions, and she's going the same way. And he just starts walking faster to get away from her. <laughs> He's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Do you do, do? You guys usually do anything fun for the holidays? Like when it comes to Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, 
we go to go to a few different family meals and stuff like that. Usually, end up eating way too much food. It's the time of year for that, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll end up, even though I'll I'll make sure to try to work out and stuff before I head over that. Like, I'll go over this Wednesday to my parents in Indiana, and I'll stay for a couple days, and then eat whatever the fuck I want on Thanksgiving and shit. But I'll, it'll get to that point where I'll. I'll eat where I don't get crazy with it, but there's definitely those times where I think if there's enough good food, I'll, I'll eat till I'm ashamed of myself, but also impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going like, to ask how that jives with your, your diet. Cause your diet, do you, are you still doing mostly keto? Oh uh, no, not now. Um, so like my diet now that I have carbs basically with, um, like my first meal, I have some carbs and then I'll have carbs with my pre and post workout meals. And then it's just fats and proteins in my other meals. But yeah, so I, I have carbs now. It's not like I get a crazy amount of carbs or anything, but um, we like we did keto for a little bit and they like right now, but then we switched it over to um, having carbs in my diet, which is nice. Yeah. How many do you get to have a day? Or like what sort of carbs do you like indulge in? Um, so like my first meal I do, um, I get oatmeal and then grapefruit as my carbs and then pre-workout it's rice and then post-workout i can get whatever it's like 85 grams of whatever carbs i want so i usually do um i'll either do like cereal or um sometimes i'll do like like low-fat ice cream or something like that but that's basically what I've been doing or I'll do more rice just depending on how I feel, but I'll do stuff like that for my post-workout for my carbs. And then I'll usually, I usually get a cheat meal a week, but I probably won't do one this weekend because I know Thursday for Thanksgiving, I'll eat whatever the fuck I want. And then two days later I'm going to be drunk as drunk all day and probably eat whatever the fuck I want. Cause I'll be drunk. So kind of holding off for a week on cheat meals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably a smart way to look at it. Even though I'm, I probably get. I it always happens. Like my, I don't know what it is, but I always fucking puke when I drink. If I get drunk, I always end up puking the next day. I feel like I don't know why, but I do. Ugh, I hate puking. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> 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 well, like, I usually feel better afterwards, but it's it's like uh, I just don't like puking if I don't have to. No, no, I don't like it at all. There's nothing about it that's good. I mean, I suppose it does feel kind of nice when you're done and then you don't have that awful feeling in your stomach anymore. But, yeah, what a rough road to get there. Yeah. It's the worst when you get the dry heaves. That's the worst. Oh, it's, oh it's yeah. When you, when you have nothing left in you and you're, all you're throwing up is bile. It's not fun. <laughs> that's, not, that's not even <laughs> a good word bile <laughs> that's what it is though at that point like I've, i don't know what i mean i'm sure there's been a couple times where i had alcohol poisoning in college <laughs> if i was if i was puking like that in the morning because like i'll i'll puke up everything I, I puked up everything from the hangover and then like i'll still need to like feel like i still gotta puke but nothing's coming out because everything's already been puked out so all that's coming up now is like fucking stomach acid Ugh. I remember some of the guys in my class in high school that were the big drinkers. They would occasionally come to school with like red spots in their eyes because they fucking puked so hard that it like popped a blood vessel in their eyeball. 
Oh yeah, it never it never got that bad for me to the point where I popped blood vessels, but yeah, there was a couple hangovers where I was pretty rough the next day for a while. Don't ah. miss the I don't miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> but I never I never once told myself I'm never drinking again cuz I knew that was a lie. I just was like I don't want to drink for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you could admit that, you know. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to say never because, you know, let's, let's not go getting hasty here. Right, let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that last night that we were in Germany, or not the last night that we were in Germany, but the, the night of the big party, my wife had so much fucking wine. <laughs> that next day she was like, I'm never drinking wine again. And it was just like, I don't know, maybe like last weekend or something like that, that she finally had wine again for the first time. <laughs> Was she drinking red wine? Um, I don't remember what she was. I think she she usually sticks more to white wine, but she might have been having red also because they had like a mix. Okay. Um, yeah, they had fucking options for us there, dude. Dude, red wine like that gives me the. I don't really drink much anymore, but I also like didn't really drink a whole lot of wine ever. But whenever I the couple times I got drunk off of wine and I had red wine, those were some of the worst hangovers I've ever had. They were fucking terrible. Like I, I remember one summer because I used to work at a golf course in the summers, and um, my dad and a few of his buddies had all bought a condo um, like on the lake a long time ago, and so I used it. I would stay up there in the summers because it was right by the course I'd work at, and I remember um, I'd gone out to my dad. And I think my dad was in town or something, so we'd gone golfing that day. And then that night, my dad's really good, like our really good family friend, we all went to dinner and stuff and they drink a lot of wine and I got drunk with them. And the next morning we were getting ready to leave the condo to go golfing and we're on the top floor. We were on the top floor of the the condo building and we had to walk down the hallway to the elevator. And I remember we, we left our part, we left the condo. We I walked to the elevator hit the button and then i was like nope turned around had to run back in and puke (laughs) like yeah it just fucking hit me i was like oh fuck like this is not good like i had not felt that bad before like in a while i was like shit like what the fuck is up like i didn't even drink like the thing was like i didn't drink a whole lot but then like i finished the night with like two or three glasses of red wine and that's what fucking did it to me oh shit yeah i've heard wine hangovers can be fucking awful yeah yeah, I, I've never drank very much wine, so, like, I've never even had enough to get a buzz off it. It's um, not hard. A couple glasses, and you're good to go. <laughs> I think the the things that would give me the worst hangover would be a hard alcohol. Like, if I drink, like, a few rum and Cokes, like, that has, if, and then if I don't drink a bunch of water before bed, that'll give me a hangover. Yeah. But I it, can't. It, in, 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 but my like my hangover is I got a little bit of a headache and, and that goes away if I just drink more water in the morning. Yeah, I can't really do unless it's like in a margarita or Long Island. I can't do tequila anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. I had a really bad experience in college with tequila, <laughs> and I just can't do it anymore. Like, like I want to tell the story, but I feel like uh, I'm going to get judged so fucking hard if I tell it. <laughs> <laughs> It's your call. <laughs> Fuck it. All right. <laughs> Here we go. So I might as well say it. What can I say? I partied in college. Okay. Um, but there we went to a party 
and with like we had like a like my my roommates we had a the group of their friends that they knew from like their town that also went to Ohio State and it was like a it was a house full of girls so we would always party with them and we went over to one of their parties one night and we got fucking rocked and like they had a keg and I was doing like I did my first keg stands there and it was like towards the end of the night and where their house was was pretty close to one of the bars on campus. So it was getting close to closing time and my buddy's like, hey, let's go to the bar real quick. So we went to the bar and he ordered us a beer and a shot of Cuervo. And the way this bar is set up is that you can go inside, but then when you walk inside, you can also walk to like a patio area. And so what we were doing is we went to the bar, we took our shot and started walking towards the patio with our beer. And right when I took the shot, as we started walking, I knew it was all going to be coming right back up. And I didn't want us to get kicked out because I didn't want to fucking puke all over the middle of the bar. So I held it in my mouth. But then as we're walking, like I think maybe a small amount maybe squirted it out. But I kept it all in my <laughs> mouth for the most part. <laughs> it gets worse. And then as we're walking, I had to fucking puke again. And I had already had a mouthful of vomit. So the only <laughs> thing I could think to do at this point when I'm this fucking drunk, I swallowed my vomit and puked it back up into my mouth and then, <laughs> and then spit it out into the trash can when we got out there. I, I swig, swigged like half of that beer to use as mouthwash. I, oh, it was so fucking awful. And now like anytime I smell tequila, uh, like I just want to fucking puke. Oh, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> Yeah, it was not good. It was fucking terrible. Uh, yeah, puking t- tequila is not fun. The first time I ever threw up from drinking, it was it was tequila. I got way too cocky with Jose Cuervo. Yeah, I can, well, like, that was the thing. I could do. I can still handle like a shot of Cuervo, like any silver tequila. I can handle, but he ordered gold tequila, and I don't know what it is about gold tequila, but I just couldn't do it. Like I took that shot and oh. It's like instantaneous. I was like, well, here we go. Yeah. I, I have to trick myself with hard alcohol. I have to mix it. I have to dilute it enough that I really can't taste it. But if I can taste that alcohol in it, it's, I'm not going to like it. And I'm the same way with beer. If I have a beer that's got too high of an alcohol content and I can, it has an alcohol aftertaste, I'm not going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain, like, I can't do like, I'm not big on IPAs cause they're kind of like really bitter to me just depending on which ones they are, but I don't, I like, I mean, I like some good, strong beers. There's a really good Christmas ale that, um, a company in Ohio makes from great lakes. That's it's super delicious, but it's like fucking 7% alcohol per beer or something like that. So you drink a six pack of that stuff and you're fucking rocked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. (laughs) See, I used to love IPAs, and now I can't get down with the taste of them anymore because I got too used to drinking amber ales. I don't know if I've ever had an amber ale. I, I really enjoy fat tires. They're pretty good. Um, oh, man, over the weekend I got an, a porter that I hadn't had for a long time made by Deschutes Brewery, and that's a Black Butte porter, and that is the most delicious fucking porter I've ever had in my life. And that's a, you know, a darker beer. Yeah, have you ever had um, Breckenridge's Vanilla Porter? Uh, see, I don't really like things that are vanilla flavored too much beyond like ice cream. And so, if it actually has like a vanilla taste to it, I won't like it. Like, I don't like fucking cream soda and shit like that. 
it's not like it's not a super creamy flavor because it's a dark porter, so it's pretty strong on the on the bitterness taste. But I always liked that one. There's a really good um, because there's a this. I mean, I'm sure you guys probably have a, like something like these, but there's a in Ohio we have a winking lizard, which is they have like all like they have over 200 different kinds of beers, and like during when I was in college and like briefly out of college when I still drank quite a bit, um. They had, uh, like, you have, like, all the different beers that you can choose from. So, I, like, whenever I would go with friends and stuff, like, I'd always try, like, a few, a few of these different beers. And there was this one that I was super hesitant to try, but I decided to try it. And it's a banana bread-flavored beer. Well, that's interesting. And, and it was actually really fucking good. I think it's, um, fuck, I can't remember what the brand is now. It has, like, a monkey on it. But... If you ever see it, it's if you like banana bread, it's actually a pretty good. Like I don't like banana flavored stuff really because I prefer like that's think like, it tastes too artificial. Yeah, but like it didn't really even it didn't taste artificial at all, and this like it tasted really good. Surprising, like it wasn't a very strong banana flavor. It was just like a very slight, subtle taste to it, but it tasted really good for the beer that it was. But if you're ever into trying something like that, I would recommend giving it a shot. Yeah, the next time I get a mix and match six pack, if I see it, I'll try it. Yeah, I think it's called like fuck, it was like Wells or something. I don't know. I'd be shooting it at the dark <laughs> right now. <laughs> I just started trying to guess brand name on it. <laughs> yeah, our high V grocery stores that we have around here have all got really, really good liquor departments with lots of big selection of craft beers that you can do a mix and match six pack of. So I'll look for it. The, you said the one was a, a Breckenridge vanilla porter. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'll, I'll try I mean, I generally like porters, so I'm not out much. I mean, I've gotten way braver with IPAs. Right. I had some of those where I was like, Jesus, is this fucking grapefruit juice or beer? What the fuck am I drinking? I was fucking right. It is Wells. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's called Wells Banana Bread Beer. Wells Banana it's, Bread Beer. All right. It's pretty legit. <laughs> <laughs> I started typing it in on my phone, and all of a sudden, Wells popped. I was like, holy shit, I was right. Perfect. <laughs> it's like I got the fucking memory of an elephant, man. <laughs> oh, fuck. You You want to wrap it up with the beer talk, then? I'm good with it. Sweet. All right, dude. This was a fun one. Yeah, we just talked about random shit. I love it. <laughs> it was fucking perfect. <laughs> I don't know if we actually gave anything enjoyable for people to listen to, but we just talked about random fun shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typical Startcast episode. <laughs> it right. It was rather incoherent. <laughs> I didn't get into any conspiracy theory talk. I'm saving that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do a group episode again coming up here because I, I've had enough response from that. And, uh, and yeah, you wanted to come back and talk more JFK stuff. And, um, and uh, yeah, Marable had hit me up saying saying that he had that he was he had some shit he wanted to talk about he's like but i need more people on it i'm like we'll make we'll make something happen so yeah so hopefully we'll get marable in on that too it's been yeah, too long since i talked to him anyway i don't know if i've ever actually like talked to him on skype <laughs> so that'd be fucking fun marable's fucking great <laughs> i always love like do like hearing his fucking uh voicemails that he left for jordan yeah those are fucking great <laughs> those are great <laughs> <laughs> they played those on episode 50 right yeah yeah those are, of the yep. supercast <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny uh yeah and i gotta hear more tales of his fucking crazy neighbors and shit too 
Yeah, those are always fun to hear too. <laughs> <laughs> Stab the soccer ball. <laughs> <laughs> Serves him right. And he keep the fucking soccer ball in their own yard. If he wants to fucking Rambo a fucking ball, he can. It's on his property. You fucking better if you had a stab in, just like throwing it right back at him. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, if there's listeners on this that don't listen to the supercast, they're like, what did fucking he do? Right. I'll tell you. Go back and listen to the supercast and you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to the conspiracy theory episode, I'm sure Jordan plugged it enough. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking classic. Right. <laughs> he was really going for gold on it. He was going for that whole say something seven times in a row. Oh, shit, right? <laughs> oh, this was a blast, Rod. Yeah, dude. Um, thanks for having me on. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Um, Yeah. Do you want to uh, plug any other uh, gigs you got going on? Um, If you guys want to check out Turn It Up to 11, uh, it's a podcast that uh, I did with you and Paul Hart. We talked about Stranger Things season one and two. Um, other than that, I'm doing the comic cast with you with the nail biter, just the nail biter specials. And hopefully some, we're going to be talking some more other trades here shortly as well, since we're going to start going by story arc, which will be sweet. Um, other than that, I don't really have anything else I'm doing. Um, kind of just got stuff maybe spinning around in the head on maybe future podcasts that I might want to start trying to do. So if I ever come up with them, I'll let people know. Hell yeah. No, I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have to say anything at the end of these. You got a bumper. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good feeling. <laughs> you can but just yeah. be like, peace out, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you, um, you know, we, we talked about comics a lot in this one. And, um, you know, my other show is the comic cast. We talk uh, lots of comics. It's been a while since we did kind of a regular episode where we covered news and and shit like that mostly it's it's been it's been me and you uh talking nail biter recently but yeah we're about to wrap up nail biter and i plan on keeping these um comic cast specials going and we'll just be covering things a story arc at a time and uh yeah so that'll be good and hopefully we'll start getting the the regular episodes going too uh we shall see what the future holds for the comic cast though and uh yeah, Rod, it was awesome talking with you tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Thanks again for having me on. Hell yeah. Uh, until next time, this has been Starkcast. If you have any questions or comments on what you just heard, you can email me at startcastpod at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at the Tubby Ninja, or you can check out my Facebook page at facebook.com slash startcastpod. Thank you very much for listening.